0: Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday, 24th of July, 2010. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me once again are Zachary Burgess.
1: Oh, hi. Sorry, I was taking a sip of water at that exact moment because I thought you were going to go with Rob first. <laughs> and Robert Kemp. Hey.
0: <laughs> that wasn't as dramatic as Zach's intro. <laughs> well, he, he was
2: going for the classic one word. Uh, that's, that's true. true. I was boring. trying to think of something slightly more interesting than hey, but didn't get there in time.
0: I don't know why. I, I thought I was planning, before we started doing this, on saying Rob first, and then for some reason I said Zach first. So I
1: would have <laughs> been right.
0: Garrett. Yeah, you would have been right. Yeah. <coughs> but no, fate is Just
2: into a false sense of security to, m- to see if we can hear your underwater voice. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines.
1: That would
0: Something have made a Murloc-y. good
2: intro. Yeah.
0: Anyway, <laughs> this is the Salacast, and we are back after a brief hiatus. Well, how long has it actually exactly. been? It's been like a month or something. It's it? been a it?
2: whole month, yeah.
0: Bloody hell. Anyway, so reasons for that. Good, genuine reasons, and hopefully this won't be happening again, but uh, we've all basically moved it away. Zach's moved computers uh, yeah. to his brand new PC, is that correct?
2: Yeah. Did that? Actually... Had that happened last time, though? No, I, no, I don't think it
1: had. That. I think we'd got to the point where it was that weekend where, I, where the week, at the start of that week, I'd said it had been ordered, and it was like, oh, it better turn up by the end of this week, and then it still took, like, a whole other week to actually turn up. No, oh,
2: yeah.
0: So, Zach's moved his stuff. Rob has quite literally moved house across the road.
2: Which <laughs> has been probably the majority of the reason for it, because not only was I moving house for a week and a bit, it was, which took forever, because of DIY tiling being a bastard, and... Um, well, and because I've been seriously having trouble with my broadband provider and BT, who both Ugh. seriously suck ass.
0: It's typical. Why is there always trouble? Every time I've ever moved, like, as a student, you have to move around to different houses all the time, and it's like when you're in halls, you just plug in, whereas anywhere where you have to move in, you have to set up the broadband, and every time there is a problem. Why can't they just do it?
2: I know. You'd have thought, because it's a brand new line, they'd have got it right. But no, in the end, it was all... And this ran on for about two and a half weeks of me being internetless. Um, in the end, after BT fixed their initial problem, which was they got my phone number wrong, they <sighs> uh, eventually fixed it. Um, it came, apparently it was all at the exchange in the PCP box that they just wired it completely stupidly. Oh, right. Um, and so they, they just had a bit of a toy and fixed it in minutes.
0: Oh, it's typical, isn't it's it? Once really they irritating. get someone out to do it. Uh, you'd think British Telecom, if they were experts at anything, it would be at knowing your telephone number. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: maybe it's confusing oh, oh, it's, when oh, it's a new it number stupid. Hmm.
0: and me I've been moving up down from uh, Southampton and I'm, I'm up near Manchester now for the, the time being so I haven't actually got everything set up here but before long I know uh, uh, Rob and Zach here have both got brand new spanking PCs but hopefully I should uh, be have well, the lender of I a PC I wouldn't
2: spanking PCs they're not <laughs> set up to sort of um, pleasure someone's booty no,
0: <laughs> that's true, but they are brand spanking new, and uh, they would spank the arse of uh, 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 computer games in terms of performance, I think. Good save. <laughs>
1: that's what I meant originally. I didn't mean really saving. <laughs> just no. you, you, had to, you made it into something that required saving. Mm.
0: But anyway, I'm going to have the loan of a relatively decent PC, hopefully, so we should all be able to at least play Left 4 Dead 2 on high settings, so that'll be rather really good. So yeah, that will be good for the uh, Salacast because we'll all be able to play all the cool new stuff. Bizarre, bizarre. So should we get the ball rolling on the cool stuff that's now being able to play? by, especially Zach, I guess, because he's got a brand new PC after having the most ancient PC in the world for about. Well, it wasn't originally the most ancient, but it's <laughs> been, a, it's been <laughs> okay, a good like five fun, years. Mate. It's been it's been obsolete for a good three years or so. So yes, yeah. so. Zachary Bedges, what have you been playing?
1: Everything. No, not everything. <laughs> it's like, after I went through all the installation... Well, of course, the, the first problem was, naturally, getting everything off Steam again. Like, I'm just going to rape this internet connection continuously <laughs> for several days while downloading several gigs of random crap.
0: Yeah, because Steam is amazing at hogging connection. Like, it gets a really good data, but it just destroys anything else trying to use the internet. It's worse than, like, the iPlayer or something. It's the absolute worst.
1: Yeah. Which, so which is it's great. Been, I spent a good long time downloading everything again. Well, not really. I still haven't downloaded everything, really. Oh, wait. Here comes a train. Of course, now that I'm back in
2: my own house, I probably should mention that. Now that I'm back here again, trains will return.
1: The
0: trains are back
2: it just make us sound a bit like we're on some kind of futuristic spaceport. Blogging from the future. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's appropriate,
1: because one of the games that I installed and played was Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2. you see how
2: smooth that was? <laughs>
0: that was, very what, mean, was a
1: very smooth segue Because there. there's
2: future blogging in Mass Effect. Or because there are space you those, stations! You get all those emails and shit. Well, yeah, that's true.
0: And there are like know, radio me. shows or TV shows, like annoying reporters who talk to you. It's the same one, isn't it, in both games? It comes up. And yeah, that, you and that's
1: it. kind of lazy of them. <laughs> She's like the only reporter on the Sisla, apparently. I guess, but <laughs> Just, at least you have
0: like in the second game you have history with her, like being annoying, but you can be renegade towards her if you like.
1: Yes. I installed, I installed that and well it's like first of all I had to actually finish playing through Mass Effect 1 again because it was like yeah. now it will run smooth enough for me to actually be able to do the hacking mini games <laughs> thank god so I did that and then I went into Mass Effect 2 and
2: then I did that the whole thing yeah. I can't believe how you've done it you? already I'm still playing through it
0: <laughs> it took me a week how long did it take you
2: according
1: a to week? the scene, 39 hours
0: oh that's, that's like I, I, I was about 35
1: I think Maybe I think I longer. spent way too long doing mining, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I think is, I'm in
2: the same boat. My clock's just ticked over 40, and I've only just done the uh, Reaper, Derelict Reaper mission. Well, you're nearly there, though. Is that too much of a spoiler? No, I Don't suppose I've got so. a couple of missions. <laughs> at left, this point, left, but... probably not. <laughs> nah.
0: if you've, yeah, if you've um, played the first game, then you know what a Reaper
2: is, so like, I guess think that's too bad.
1: But you mm. don't know what it really is. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 I'm not sure <laughs> even I know
2: that yet. So there.
1: Sure well, you're we'll about to find out. out at the end. <laughs> it's <hurrah>. really retarded.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so what did you think, then, Zach? Because we've been playing that for a while, haven't we, in Aspect 2?
1: Well, the, obviously I have the PC version, which gives it another element of something different that I can talk about compared to you guys' experience.
0: That's true. How's the shooting on PC then? I imagine easier.
1: (laughs) Well, the first problem that I found with it is, of course, it doesn't have sufficient options for mouse sensitivity. Because it's like, it does it in the classic word rather than scale. So it's like low or medium or whatever. Right. So so I turned it right down to low, and that's still way too sensitive. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily, of course, I have the sensitivity buttons on my mouse. New mouse. Yeah. So it's like, you have it on my mouse I set it to the lowest it's possible in the game And then on my mouse The lowest possible setting I have on my mouse Is for when I'm running around shooting things The middle setting on my mouse is for menus And the highest setting is for planet scanning Because then it lets you move the cursor
2: around pretty quickly
0: Oh my god, that's shooting <laughs> That's amazing <Seriously, laughs> Because that, that's,
2: that's so slow you, you mouse control the scanner Yeah, you just drag you the mouse bust. around the
1: planet Like
2: And you still took longer than Dan
1: well, that's because I, you know, I had a period where it was like, I'm going to mine every single goddamn resource on every one of these planets, regardless of whether I need it or not. And it was like, wait, this is stupid. I've already got all the upgrades. <laughs> so
0: I'm, I'm going to have to check my time, actually, because I'm pretty sure I saw everything. As in, I literally went to every planet and found every little,
2: you know. Yeah, yeah don't forget me mission. and Zeg have got the free DLC, which I'm not sure you had. Oh, that's true. I didn't. I, I, yeah, I was did played on, well. like,
0: launch day, basically. So um...
2: Yeah, there's quite a lot of extra free DLC, isn't there? Right, that's probably it then. I don't know if there's there's only like four extra levels. Oh, and I guess Zaid's mission. Yeah, that that, that would explain it. You get get Zaid's mission wasn't very long. (laughs) Oh no, but it wasn't a whole extra mission. And you do get the four Firewalker missions, and I think there's a few other offshoots as well. Oh, there's like a crashed ship or something. Oh, right, the Normandy Crestite, Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah,
0: that's like a pre-order bonus. Just like run around. So is that
1: free, that DLC?
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh. Well, on the 360 as well? Yep. Oh, crap. I'm going to have to download that. There's, there's a that. couple
2: of paid things. like There's a few items, sets or something you have to pay for. And, of course, there's a, the uh, couple of the thief mission. Because
0: well. I was really annoyed when I looked on and saw that the Assassin's Creed 2 DLC, which slots into the story very nicely, isn't free. And also, <laughs> from reviews... It, I mean, it's perfectly fine, but it's not worth the money compared to the game. You know? Yeah, well, we've talked so. about
2: this before. As I, I just don't really get on with most DLC. I just don't see how they can justify the price of it most of the time.
0: I think it's a bit. It's a bit strange, isn't it? How, like, for example, Valve will uh, give it away free on PC and literally charge for the same content on. Uh, uh, yeah,
2: on that's that's n- not necessarily their choice though, because Microsoft have been sort of forcing them into that is the, word not the sort the of screen. thing,
0: it's not a very valid thing to do is it, so I, I, no. that doesn't surprise me. Yeah.
2: Well they got away with it in the Left 4 Dead 1 survival patch but even then Microsoft weren't very happy with it because they want they basically want, I think the idea is, is they want people to pay for the time Microsoft put in, not necessarily the developers because they do have to go for a really long QA process with Microsoft to right. get anything on Xbox Live
0: and I think Microsoft will
2: get some of that back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I was fine with paying for that little bit of extra DLC for Left 4 Dead, because we, we got so much value out of that game, didn't we? We played so much of it. Although we did have to buy two copies of it, of course, in order <laughs> to play. So that And that we <laughs> <on> the PC <laughs> to version the as well. Yeah, yeah, and the PC version as well, yeah. So finally be able to play that. We'll
3: to get...
2: I don't, I don't know. I've always thought <laughs> DLC is insanely overpriced, though. I mean, they recently mm. did a, well, pro- I, a I price drop on a number like... of... They recently did a price drop of a number of stuff on Live Arcade, like old DLC. For instance, Bring Down the Sky for Mass Effect 1 is now only 80 mm. points. Um, which seems a bit more reasonable for an hour and a half's content than the uh, yeah. several hundred they were asking for before. Um, yeah, it really
0: wasn't worth it, was it? But, originally. Well, the
2: 80 did points sounds like Baterium a bargain guys, for extra But Because it's, it's like, some of the
1: Mass Effect 2 DLC is like, have some new done. It's like, do I really want them? I don't think I'd pay for a new gun. Yeah, like, there's enough cool like, guns a... in the game. Well, but there isn't though, that's the problem. It's like there's only two options and it's not really an option, it's just an upgrade.
0: <laughs> well there's tons of heavy weapons. Well not tons, but there's enough that they're all very different, aren't they? I mean that's the and thing one well two, has yeah. three DLC as well.
1: But you only but you only you know, you never fire those, really. You get like one shot
2: of it, it uses all your ammo. <laughs> Or in some of the I don't
0: videos. know. I, I used that beam Where gun. You destroy one there. enemy,
2: and you're like, i don't know. The beam weapon by the end of the game doesn't actually do much more damage than your normal weapons. Is the problem? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was I, cheap, so I never used it. I was like,
1: "Oh, it's just like point and click." <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> See that?
0: What are those I'm, big and, enemies that come in twos? I can't
1: remember. Well, what, I Scions. took new launcher into the last couple of missions. Yeah. What are you they called? To the the, Scions, Dan? the sort of. I think so.
0: The collector the types. Pletorian. Yeah, uh, they sort of of was the was a big
1: giant floaty thing. No, no, no. The, I... Yeah, the smaller ones are the yeah, the Scions. You know, the, yeah, the ones, the Sions.
0: They, they take quite a bit of pounding, don't they? Initially, and and like in the at the end in the last mission or whatever, then uh, there's the quite a a shockwave
1: they? attack. They start coming in two at once. That's yeah. it's quite annoying. That's right. That, that was right. where it's the nukes came in handy because <laughs> it's like,
2: oh look, two of you standing right next to each other, boom. <laughs> yeah, but there's the there's a. The... There's that one mission where you always get. There's, there's quite a few of them, two of them together. So you could finish the, off the first batch of two together, and then there's like two or three more batches of two of them.
1: Yeah, on the on on like the Reaper where they come off. There's like a pair of them at least twice. That was yeah. pretty dodgy. I just I just started like edge sniping them where it's like just peek around the corner and take a sniper and then run away again <laughs> and then wait for them to move slightly into view and then show and then move so they're out of view again. <laughs>
0: All I think my main course, my main problem with them was the first time you meet them, right before you meet that Praetorian thing. I mean, you were saying you have trouble with you had trouble with that Rob with a floaty thing, and there's the the
2: cover. Mainly is because all the AI get hard. dying, yeah. like yeah. just but, standing under the, it. I, my my, my big thing, thing,
1: my problem with like the floaty thing is it's just like you you sit in cover and then you like shoot it for a while, but it just casually drifts so that your cover is no longer in use, the and then you have to <laughs> find a different cover while being shot yeah. by all this other crap. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are a pain in the ass. The second time you see one, though, was quite easy because there was a circular route you could take and uh, yeah. for most of the time it can't see you. <laughs> so yeah. it all couldn't shoot at you while you could shoot it. So it's like, oh, well, this is easy.
0: I, but I had more trouble the bit before. Um, the first time you meet that, you go into that arena and it's, I think it might be the first time you see those Scion Scions guys. But uh, two I think of them... it's the
2: first time, but oh, it might be the yeah. first time, actually. actually but there's about... two of them
0: and they're at the end of that area and uh, then the zombies come from the sides, whatever they're called. Yeah. And, and the, my main problem was, when you go in that area, the door behind you immediately closes, and you're unfamiliar with the terrain, and you de- there's nowhere really to hide very easily. And the zombies come from both sides, and then those two big big Scion things which you've never dealt with before that take tons of damage and have that shockwave attack are coming from the other side. And that's what killed me. I had, I had no problem with the floaty guy as long as I kept running from cover and stuff, because I thought, oh, this is a boss. But before that, I found that... Fight quite tough, especially with I, those annoying. Well,
2: both things
1: tough, but
0: yeah, it's a difficult part.
1: I always, I always had to try and like conserve sniper ammo for that. It's like really because I was playing as infiltrator, so I had sniper rifle was basically my main weapon, and I right. had like the abilities like cloak. But the cloak lasts practically no time, so it's almost worthless. But in theory, I really should have used it a lot more. Where it's like cloak and then moves to a different bit of cover. <laughs> Oh yeah, probably quite useful if I'd actually fought to use it, but it just doesn't last long enough. And of course, the annoying thing about it is you don't regenerate while you're cloaked, so you can't use it as a defensive maneuver. Like if you're taking tons of damage, you can't cloak and then sit there for a while and then regenerate health.
0: Right. (laughs) I presume that's deliberate, obviously, to stop you doing that, but it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, Is it a bit like the Arbiter's cloak in Halo 2? (laughs) Yes. It's, no, kinda really short.
1: Set. it's incredibly short it barely it lasts like two and a half seconds or something and then <laughs> okay. if you level four it and choose its upgrade you get like three and a half seconds holy fuck but wow. i chose the one that where where i chose the other upgrade for it where when you're cloaked your shot your shots do more damage like attacking from cloak <laughs> not that i ever used that either Apart from on a couple of enemies where it's like, oh, wait, I remember this is a big enemy. I should probably cloak and then fire a sniper rifle shot for bonus damage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that
0: seems silly. It's almost a, like, I don't know, it might as well be a parrot that does no cloaking at all, but just boosts yeah. the weapon
1: power that, at that point. I virtually, yeah. virtually never used it. It was pretty dumb. But the sniper rifles were basically the best thing ever. Like, headshots for everyone. <laughs>
0: So you'd you'd play Sentinel, well I'm not saying you would because you'd want to try other stuff, but you'd play the sniper, gu- what, what's it called? Infiltrator. Infiltrator. Yeah, because I played, we were trying to work it out, and I think it's Sentinel, the class that I was, that's combat and biotic.
1: Yeah, and then Rob's vanguard, which is, no wait, Rob's I'm at it. No, Dan must be vanguard. Com- no, I'm vanguard, biotic, that's right. Like, yeah, that's yeah. right.
3: Because Sentinel is vanguard.
1: tech, isn't it? That's right, yeah. That, Ten- I, I get confused ones. between...
2: Sentinel's tech and biotic, isn't it? Oh, where's that tech combat? I think that's tech combat. But I was, yeah, Vanguard. where you have shotguns.
0: No, no, no.
2: Vanguard is is biotic. Combat biotic. Yeah,
0: that's Yeah. That's what I was. Because I had that that move, you have shotguns, that's right, and then you have that move that lets you zoom right up to enemies in one charge, which kind of knocks them over, but also gets them in range of your shotgun. Which I ended up not really using, because if you charge into a bunch of enemies, no matter how... Hardcore, you are. You're probably going to die. It's definitely easier yeah. to stay back and shoot them in the head.
1: It, it doesn't seem like they plan their, you know, their class special abilities very well. Like none of these are any use. What's Rob's on? He he
2: just gets another biotic power. Uh, yeah, singularity, I think it is. Which yeah, is actually it is singularity useful against husks?
0: That's why you turn. You have you because generate. A, do you generate like a mini black hole and they just fall into it? Yep. Is that right? That's really pretty bloody down bloody
2: cool.
0: handy. Yeah. I basically got through, through both though. the
2: first and the second game so far using just Singularity, pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But you get, a, you get an scene. achievement for using enough Singularity, don't you? In the first game,
2: yeah. But yeah I certainly
1: didn't mm. use any Biotics. I mean, obviously, because I, I didn't have Biotics, because I was combat, combat tech being a nipple right. trader. But, you know, because you can choose your last ability and you get one of your loyal squad members' abilities as your last ability. Like, right. So you can, can have a tiny bit of biotics. But I didn't. I just chose another ammo ability. So it's like, I basically had an ammo ability for everything. It's like, okay, now they're in shields, I'm using shield shots, and then once I've gone through the shields, switch to armor shots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I, I like the graphics of the little blue you know the little HUD yeah, that's the, projected where it's from like it gun. has
1: the little icon that, that is the icon but it's projected off the side of your gun casually
0: <laughs> it, lo- it looks really cool and it's it's a really good uh visual cue that it doesn't need to be on the hud
1: although you know, it was kind play. of annoying that it's like when you start a new mission it's like okay i'm just going to stand here for a minute and switch to each of my guns
2: and set each and change the, right. the right thing yeah
0: <laughs> i did that every time as well it's really funny
2: yeah, that was that is, is a little irritating. But there's the I, I found some of the the the, the ammo abilities. You can't actually see the icon because it's like zoomed out slightly too much. You just have to tell by the color. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: mostly the color. Yeah, but it's like I had the freeze. Uh, actually, I used the freeze one mostly. Uh,
1: is, it, is that right? Is that one of them? Yeah, yeah. To yeah, freeze some solos. I, ha- I had that, but I didn't really use it very much. I upgraded that to oh, the mouse instead of the actually. other one.
0: The, I had the fire and the freeze, and I ended up sticking to freeze because fire sets them on fire and does more damage to them quickly over time. It's like poison or whatever, you know. Whereas freeze just stops them from moving and shooting at you, which is quite a lot more useful. Than freeze is probably useful
1: them. when you have like biotics and shit to chuck them around after you frozen them. That's true because I can freeze them a stationary target because it's like if I was just yeah. using freeze, it was just like okay, I froze you and now I just have to keep shooting you until you die. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you combine it with your squad's biotic powers or whatever, I quite like bringing, like, I've forgotten all the names of the characters. Who's the Solarian guy? With, beginning with one. Morden.
2: Morden.
0: Morden. Sorry?
2: Morden Solus. Morden. Oh,
0: yeah. Anyway, sounds like a station on the underground, doesn't it? Anyway, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Morden, uh, yeah, he had the. Did he have biotic powers? He definitely did, did he? No, he was terrible, No,
2: he has mean? Incinerate and Cryo. Oh
0: that's right, yeah. So oh gosh. Anyway, so I used to use his incinerate and then I'd use the the girl's Bartic power. Man, I really have forgotten everything about the Which <laughs> girl, Miranda? Miranda, yeah. Yeah, the Bartic. Uh, although what was the annoying thing that she says that they took
1: that they took on the bum? yeah one less <laughs> <laughs> one less although to um, be honest everyone's like i've just killed yeah. something. sad
2: think it's pretty annoying
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: that's
2: true i don't know I, don't, I like i like fighting with warden because he's quite cool like you, you'll burn something up and uh yeah, yeah he shout is pretty something. cool he, he, about he's you, random right? stuff it's like oh, oh one less or it's a bit easier i forget which doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, no, everything he says is just like cool like, yeah flammable or inflammable no, don't remember what oh. doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. He's so cool. He's definitely the best character. In fact, when I first did the ending, I had everyone's loyalty, but he randomly died and I was like, I'm not having this so the next time I <laughs> I, I reloaded and I went through it and I made sure he was in my final team so that he wouldn't die. <laughs>
3: for,
0: because for I was some... like I the thing is, I, this, I don't he... mind the fact that people can die in the final mission and then they won't appear in the sequel. I thought that's fine from a story point of view, but I'm not having you kill my favorite characters. So <laughs> well, yeah, I won't get to hear his me. dialogue in the sequel. <laughs> you know, I don't care. You could kill all the others, but I want more than to be in the sequel so I can hear his dialogue. Like I could hear Rex's in this one. You
2: know? Do you reckon they're gonna have like? Um, uh, how do you mean? Do the same thing in Mass Effect Three, where you have basically your entire team is different.
1: I hope not. They need to. I don't know It's, it's, it's because some, some, some of them Could die, die off again
2: then. Isn't it It's because some of them Could die again So if they all die or Whatever Then what are you going to do
0: <laughs> That's true They might have Forced themselves <laughs> yes, To do it What again. if
2: everyone's
1: dead That's one of their Stupid contingency plan- That they have to plan for It's like <laughs>
2: yeah, What if, what if Shepard dies You mean
0: Yeah Yeah So You might not play Shepard necessarily although like, That would be a bit dumb You know
2: Yeah Mm. Brother of Shepherd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you've never mentioned up till now. It's like, oh, wait, he has a brother, yeah,
2: or a sister, Bendy. who we call Steve the <laughs> Sheep. Steve the Sheep.
0: <laughs> Steve the sheep. So you're getting sheep from Shepherd here. Yeah. <laughs> so the older older brother is the Shepherd, and the younger brother is the Sheep.
2: It's one of the races we <laughs> haven't seen yet. A flock of sheepmen.
0: <laughs> I, I think it'll be Adrian Shepard from uh, Opposing Force. The G-Man has taken him <laughs> from that universe. That would be the best crossover. <laughs> put him into the Man's universe. And Rex would be like, Shepard.
3: <laughs> That'd be so awesome.
0: Because what did happen to Adrian Shepard, nobody knows. He just sort of was in that um, B-22 Osprey when Black Mesa was destroyed and he put, got put into limbo just like, Gordon Freeman, but Gordon Freeman got taken out and put into City 17, and meanwhile, Agent Shepard, hanging around,
1: is waiting for his sequel, whenever yeah. that happens.
0: Which will never happen.
1: Because or to be think... somehow worked into Half Life 3, stupidly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Portal 2. Lol. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Agent Shepard are...
1: is the person you play as in co op.
0: <laughs> now, have you seen the people you play as in co op?
2: I've no. seen pictures
0: of them now. They're not people, they're like, they they're like humanoid robots. robots, but they look a bit like the evolutions of like the um, the gun turret or
1: the. Um, it's or, basically or, you're playing as the androids that the android training course would have been for in Portal One. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, presumably from military <laughs>
1: androids.
0: Yeah, presumably. I don't know Cause have you heard um, Wheatley? Uh, his supposedly temporary voice.
1: Um, yeah, I think so.
0: Because. Some people, are, uh, people are split over whether they like the voice because it's this kind of, I don't know what accent it is. English. English. <laughs> English is it Midlands English or something? There. I don't know where. It might, somewhere. Somewhere in the. I don't know. Ari, Ari,
2: calm down. <laughs> it's not.
0: It's not. It's not Scouser. No. But uh, anyway, it's just a. Um, it's one of the animators uh, has provided this voice temporarily, and. Uh, you know, so they could do the animation. And, but it was shown at E3, him talking and stuff. Because Wheatley is like one of, the, one of the <laughs> personality core things. No, it's things. not Ike. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. They should keep that. we we'll have to see.
3: Hmm. So
0: yes. Yeah. So that was a aspect
1: too. Okay. Also, for some reason, my my squad of two people from the final boss fight, which I mean, I can't really tell anything about this to Rob if he had not done it. Yet, don't want to spoil it because it's retarded. <laughs> don't it's want to spoil it's the really retardation.
0: all we have to know is it's retarded. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I, so, but I totally the, agree with that.
1: The two people I took for that was like Talion and Warden, which is literally the worst combination for for the enemies you have to fight during that segment. <laughs>
0: Possibly, but as I say, it's worth taking more than just so he doesn't die. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, it's worth taking more than just because he's cool. Yeah, he's way cool. And I had to take Tani so she doesn't die because of the romance, it! Did you get him to
2: sing? <laughs> yes. That was also awesome. awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, right, the uh, uh, Gilbert and Sullivan thing. Yeah, that's quite cool.
2: <laughs> 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 I single word
3: <laughs> about I am the very model of a solarian. scientist
0: solarian. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm. It's
0: always good to take the mic out of that. That's the tune he used um, uh, for the elements song, isn't it? Tom Lehrer, you know. Yeah. The same tune he set the names of all the chemical elements. So yes, Mass Effect. What else have you been playing on your new PC?
1: Well, I installed, but didn't play very much Red Faction Gorilla, so that will be coming in the future again. <laughs> okay,
0: coming attractions.
1: Yes, um, and then basically a whole goddamn time of Team Fortress Two, because it's like, uh, it's like you on the stupid on the H87s where it's like records your stats but it only records them over the last well well i mean it records some totals but it records them mostly over the last 28 days it's like holy shit i haven't actually played in the last 28 days so my stats appear are like totally fresh i'd better oh. grind up some points
0: <laughs> so you did uh, and uh, me and rob rob not having an internet connection and me not having access to my C- PC, have not been playing tf2 and of course the engineer update is out so zach will have to tell us what the hell's
1: going on What's going well, on in Rob, Team Fortress has
2: two? played that a tiny bit. Like, yeah, I managed night. to get one session in a couple of days ago, but okay, well, I didn't get a chance in. to play NG. unsurprisingly. <laughs> no, but you could see the effects. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's certainly interesting. I'm not entirely sure work? that some of the changes are actually um, of any well, the, use.
1: It's like the main problem with it, as far as I can say, is it's... Obviously, totally unbalanced the like the sort of attack and defense dynamic. Where it's like now, when the engineers are attacking, they can just carry a level three sentry up to the point and just put it there. It's like (laughs) that's not very. Fair, it's just like bringing a giant fucking gun and just plonking it on the point you're halfway through capturing, making it virtually impossible for the defending team to counter attack. I, I don't see why they that. did it
2: though, because they needed to make the engineer slightly more involved in combat. And <laughs> well, but that's the trouble with it, because it's like
1: push. when they were like on the run up to this, they were like, oh, we want to make like the engineer unlocks to bring him out from behind his turret so he's a bit more like combat orientated or whatever except in like two out of three of the cases they've just failed to do that because it's like you get the shotgun where you get revenge crits so that's basically you stay behind your turret until it dies and then you go shooting things (laughs) which is
2: bloody awesome because it's way... It's very powerful. I, you know, when you come up against someone wielding that, you're probably. It only did. has three
1: shots, and that's the trouble. Yeah, only having a free bullet clip, I've seen people clip out of that all the time and just die. Yeah, you can, you right. can,
2: like, stack up 35 crit hits. Yeah, but you're in never going to get that many, or at least not if you're a
1: shitty engineer as I am. <laughs> mm. I've never, I still haven't got the achievement for getting 10 sentry kills on one sentry. Most I've ever got is nine.
0: <laughs> that is actually relatively hard to do, isn't it? you have to be in the right game really
1: yeah although i guess it does also account assists on that on the on the crit
0: Talent, the best way, to be honest, to do that to do that achievement is to put your sentry in a surprise position that nobody expects because <laughs> yeah. it's a bad position, and then everyone goes ah, and yeah, a surprise sentry rather than an actually useful sentry is the way but to then, get that achievement.
1: It's like the the next engineer weapon is one where is is the one where it turns, you get the laser pointer and you tell your sentry where to shoot, so that doesn't actually move you out from behind your sentry either. <laughs> so how
0: does that how does that work?
1: What do you do? Well, it's just like put your crosshair where you want it to shoot, and then you press down the button and the sentry shoots at it. But you can still move around.
0: Right. So you don't have to point the, the, the wrangler thing at your sentry, you just point it anywhere in the room, and as long as you're in the same room as
1: the sentry, it will shoot. Well, no, as long what? as you're... In, it just point, the sentry points towards where, where it's pointing, regardless of where you or walls are, which obviously means sometimes you can look like the sentry could just be shooting at a wall because you're, you've moved behind that bit of cover or whatever. You have right. to be aware of where your sentry can actually shoot to.
0: So it won't work across the map, obviously.
1: Well, no, it will work across the map. Because oh. that's like, the advantage of it. It is now that there's no. Oh, in, in I see. The enemies outside the detection range of your sentry. You can just manually tell it to shoot them.
0: <laughs> that's quite cool. So, okay. Hmm.
1: But of course. So that, what happens? That, you get if it, 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 it can't spin shots around as, well as fast as you thing.
0: can, can it? So if you if you're pointing no, the it laser, turn runway... it can
1: turn up the sentry can turn super quick when you're doing that. Oh okay. Instantly. So it, it can turn around. And as it fast fires you can. extra fast and it gets a shield, which makes it absorb tons of damage. Hmm. This
0: which is quite really, fun.
1: It's really dangerous, except for it has the slight, you know, sort of balanced disadvantage of engineers will all the time be running out from behind the sentry into the open and then getting sighted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well no, worse than that, actually. I think Wrangled turrets are easier to destroy because they don't have the snap detection. You can well, sneak out of the out of the engineer's well, yeah. visual. If they if they don't know where you are, the engineer are. won't be repairing it. Well, so presumably
0: if, if your if your turret or... starts taking damage and you're not sure where it's coming from, do you just switch weapon as quickly as you can so that well, it, it then goes back to normal? It
1: then has a shutdown period where it's oh, like three seconds after you have been wrangling
2: if it, it doesn't activate does uh,
0: it. That's clever, okay. But
2: the shield still lasts, I think. Yeah, it's hard to tell if the graphics is, the shield sometimes is still up bumps. when it's down. The shield is, is still up, yeah.
1: Right. So, uh, so but then Of course, go. you can switch out and then be repairing it while while it's in its... Right. ...un-offline state. Yeah. It so it really on. won't
0: die, but you might die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've, mm. It's... it's Really, the way to pick off wrangled sentries is
2: to wait for the engineer to retardedly run out from behind it so you can just snipe him. <laughs> I, right. I haven't really worried about it, to be honest. Is, um, my my recent run has been I've switched back to the direct hit on the soldier and been doing freaking awesome with him. So the uh, wrangled well, sentries the, aren't really of an effort problem for my direct hit. And I don't I actually find it quite easy to take them out compared to normal sentries. So, but they are be the honest, best weapon. I don't really normal. care for it. And that hit is hit awesome. the best against, against sentries, isn't it? I mean, oh, absolutely. it's probably the best.
0: That is, uh, I guess the, demo men, the but, uh, but the final direct hit.
1: Oh, yes, the mini range, sentries. Yeah. yeah, the mini sentries, the final unlock. With the so, or, let, tell How me this, if you, can, if you can <laughs> so move,
0: pointless. if you can pick up and move a level 3 sentry, why would you ever use a mini sentry?
1: Because it builds at 100% health, so if you're setting up fresh, it doesn't get destroyed instantly as soon as someone shoots at it. Right. So that's the first advantage, you know, because you, when you've got like a level one sentry, as soon as the engineer puts it down, you have like that, that short period as its health goes up where you can shoot it yeah. really easily with like a flare yeah, yeah. or something and it will die. Yeah. But mini sentries start at 100% health and they deploy like super quick, obviously, because they're tiny.
0: So do you sacrifice your ability to build normal sentries?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: But they cost right. a lot less metal as well, of course.
3: Hmm.
0: So they're teams... quite
2: literally an annoyance. That's all they are. They're not particularly <laughs> useful, but they're just. They can annoyed. be fairly dangerous if you also wrangle them, so they get the shield ah. from the damage reduction, so they last longer. Oh, I see. Longer. <laughs> it still only so it takes like two direct hits, and yeah. the um, the other thing actually, I think, and this might be their main purpose from the uh, tactically, is I reckon they're useful because every time they get destroyed, which is easily you gain some crits on the Frontier Justice. Yeah, of course. Meaning yeah. you just build, you're you building mini-sentries in order to superpower your gun.
0: Get your crits, yeah.
2: Well, assuming they get, they,
1: that your turret actually gets kills or assists. Well, no,
2: you get revenge crits, don't you, when the turret gets destroyed.
1: Only if it's killed or assisted in a kill.
2: No, I thought it was just in general. No. It's for I'm every kill sure and is. assist
1: that the turret gets, you get a revenge crit.
2: I'm pretty sure it just happened anyway. I thought you got crits as it got kills. No, it's when only when it's destroyed for how many kills or assists it's got.
0: Oh, I see. So sure if you right, build one and it gets destroyed that's what without it says any
2: in the kills, logs. I know, but I read them and interpreted them differently. I <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to check that. Well, that's one. not how it works. I can safely say. So that we shall see when I play. <laughs> I guess
0: you can put these uh, mini sentries in in uh, because they don't cost much, and you know they're not so permanent you you end up seeing them in places where no one would ever put a normal sentry just yeah, randomly. It, it, yeah. It's, that,
1: it's like that was obviously meant to be the more sort of offensive engineer unlock where it's like while it's you're on attack it, yeah. you could just quickly dump a sentry on the point you're attacking right but of course now people just do that with level three sentries so it's like i've built a level three sentry at this point and i'm just going to carry it to the point <laughs> So what? What's yeah, the other? Yeah, you see what's that I don't you like sentries
2: thing? going up in stupid starting positions just because the NG will carry it out of the spawn, which yeah. is interesting.
0: So the glove thing that makes you allows you to build them, right? Is that...
1: Yeah, it, right. it replaces your normal turret with the, the with see. the mini turret, and it has a pointless where where like if you melee someone, if you make three melee hits in a row, you automatically get a quick crit because it's like a combo. Right. Yeah. So not that that's it, ever going to happen.
0: <laughs> to be honest, it sounds like I'm not going to change my loadout, but I, I'm in, I am looking forward to being able to move my buildings. That's freaking yeah, awesome. It's like
1: that's the only thing. It's, yeah, even if you don't really like any of, the, uh, any of the actual unlock weapons, moving buildings just changes everything. It's a huge it's buff In some engineers. good ways and some stupid ways. Yeah. Hmm. It's really annoying because it, it <clears throat> moves.
2: It's, it's it made it, thing everything it, it, slightly more unpredictable, which I don't think is a bad thing.
1: Well, yeah, but it, I think it moves the balance too much in favour of attacking, because obviously now when you're attacking you can move your sentries up really easily, which is the first thing, but also defensive engineers have really bad habits of like moving their sentries around for almost no reason, it's like, oh I just want to move this slightly into a different place, and then at that exact moment all the enemies come in and they just kill yeah. it while it's setting back Well they up. should learn
2: like, from that, it's that, their own bloody well, fault, they... yeah. Attacking engines, as as we said a second ago, they they always had a bit of a bum deal, really, because other than teleporters and which are massively useful, let's not get rid of that yeah. idea. But you it's know, other easy than to miss to up the teleporters and the and the uh, dispenser. It's a fairly dull existence. <laughs> so they, they need. I, I still think,
0: think my my emergency teleport idea was cool. Never mind, that'll never happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, but um, you
1: can, I think the. The funniest thing is how you can, because you can move all your buildings, like obviously the dispensers and the teleporters as well. Right. <laughs> and, but the thing is, you, once you've picked up a building, you can still teleport. So it's like you can pick up your building and go through someone else's teleporter.
0: <laughs> so do people now build a teleport entrance and build an exit next to it and then pick up the exit and move it where it wants to be? rather than Sometimes,
1: yeah. Do you I move mean, slow on...
0: when you're carrying buildings? Yeah, slower. I wonder. Hmm. They should probably make it so that you move slower and slower depending on the level of your sentry. So that my time is a level three. Be somewhat
1: balancing, yeah.
0: Yeah then you can move a, a, a small sentry you know, across the map relatively quickly, but level 3, you'd have to really lug it.
1: <laughs> I think the annoying thing is, it, it's like I haven't quite worked out whether it's quicker to demolish your teleporter entrance and rebuild a new one and then upgrade to level 3 when your spawn moves, or whether it's actually worth the less time to walk all the way back to your first spawn, pick up the entrance, move it all the way up to where your new spawn is, and then pick up the exit and move that third <laughs> spawn.
0: I bet someone's worked that out already. That'll be on TF2 wiki. Yeah, hopefully. Because that, that is one work. of those
1: things where it's like, you can't, it's not quite clear which would be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Did
0: you see that the TF2 wiki has now become official? Yes. Like that, yes. Valve
1: have like, bought it or whatever. That's it's really cool, awesome because huh? it gets rid of all those shitty adverts. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's good stuff. Yeah. And I heard something about like an, uh, almost an inbuilt game sort of uh, encyclopedia thing called the Armoury or something, whereby you can look up like weapon stats and stuff. From within the game Maybe
2: using the TF2 wiki. Maybe yeah, I don't think, I don't think do. I've seen that actually in game. No, it's not in game
0: no. yet. I think they're talking about it or something. I saw some post no. about it. Well, that,
2: would,
1: that would probably be pretty useful. Yeah, it might need to probably be probably is just be a terpent. link on the guns where it's like you push the button, it opens the wiki page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in the in-game <laughs> Steam fine.
0: browser. That's probably what it will do. Something along those lines. Anyway, that's cool. Hmm. So interesting! I'm looking forward to getting back up and into that game. Be really, course, all the yeah.
1: update has done is given me a whole lot of points for destroying sentry turrets. Because at the moment on <laughs> the on the HL stats, it doesn't differentiate between mini sentries and regular sentries, <laughs> oh. so they're both worth the same amount of points. And mini the, the mini sentries get die in like one arrow if they're not wrangled. <laughs> so I just really? like arrows, killing sentries, fun.
0: points. <laughs> oh, that must be fun. I guess you with the direct hit are having even more fun, Rob.
2: Oh, yeah. It's just like you see one point shoot gone. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's just like three
1: points. I'll take those. Thank you. I'm increasing my most destructions for life. Lol.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I did that with a couple of classes Thursday.
1: I think I did as well on my sniper where it's like nine now. <laughs> Used to be eight, though. So it's not really a big increase.
0: So, you've been playing anything else on your PC? Uh,
1: well, there's been the regular sort of standard EVE elements.
0: Which looks identical, I imagine.
1: Still <laughs> has it... Well, no, actually, I turned it up to full now. I mean, it looks Ooh. the same as it was on the Mac, obviously, because that could just about handle it on full.
0: You can run that on like multi-screen, can't you? And not that you have multi-screen, but
1: i do currently have another monitor at the moment but Mm. i don't really use it for anything (laughs) because it's actually you can put it into like multi-screen on eve but i don't i'm not sure how that's actually helpful and why i'm not sure but well i'm not sure what it's like nowadays and I'd hope it's different, but it used to be really dumb where it was like, it didn't account for the fact that there was obviously the middle of the screens is where you don't want to put anything, so your shit would still be on the, on like the oh. interface between the two screens. That's <laughs> like, lame. That's, dumb.
0: <laughs> that's not really multi-screen at all, is it? That's just a bot. No. Mm, yeah, well, we'll see.
1: I have been thinking about maybe trying to turn that on, because you need a lot of screen real estate in EVE. There's all kinds of like windows and shit that take up the entire goddamn screen. <laughs>
0: I'm hoping that, like, with this, I don't know if this will be possible for a while, but with this PC I'm borrowing, I might put another, might be able to put another um, graphics card in and crossfire and have three screens and have, you know, surround or gaming. I I could probably do that with something like Quake 3 Arena. That would be hilarious. (laughs) 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 The problem is that, like, my my, uh, desktop resolutions are slightly mismatched because I have that widescreen one where the vertical resolution is obviously 1080 because it's 1080p, and then the other ones are. Uh, 1280 by 1024 so that slight mismatch might be a slight uh, problem there's any, yeah, there's if a... they're
2: your peripheries it shouldn't be too much of an issue
0: yeah exactly it, it, I don't mind if it just cuts off a little bit at the bottom it shouldn't really be a problem but uh, things might get suddenly slightly larger as you turn to the Depends to the, on the, game, really.
2: most, the problem with most games is you'll probably actually lose vision range because it'll be um... that's true you know, squishing it weirdly and stuff, she'll so probably actually lose vision, or the middle screen will appear overly zoomed. Is one option. Yeah. It will either be overly zoomed, or work as you want it, and that you can see more, but no mm. guarantee on that. I mean, should... the, the, there's a lot of moves, actually. I was reading up on this fairly recently about ATI's move towards what they call iFinity, which is like yeah, um, that's the, the multi monitor solution, and they're trying to show off the fact that you can run games over six monitors at insane resolution, yeah. except. As you say, nobody seems to have solved the problem of the annoying black lines between screens. Um, yeah. And it even, needs even to, like, ATI's project own that solution pillar, seems to it. put the reticles right in the bar, which is yeah. terrible. You know, I still don't see the point unless they can, you know, a three screen setup, I wholeheartedly understand. But a six screen, yeah. really?
0: Yeah. Well, sometimes they have six screens. What, is that where you have th- two rows of three?
2: Yeah. Is that right? Three by two, oh, I see. Basically.
0: And then you have the you're talking about the reticle being uh, in the middle of the, 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 the two that you're looking the top at. Top, bottom right layer. Here. Yeah. Right. No, that's not so good, is it? Well, I, I guess it's good it for the,
2: even if you had it the other way round, you'd uh, like a three, two across, three down. The reticle would still be in the halfway point vertically rather than horizontally. It just doesn't work.
1: Well, yeah, what get... it's like? What sort of desk setup are you having? Where the middle of the top, it's like the top of the first monitor, is sort of at your eye level. It's like it's bad enough yeah. for a normal monitor to get in the middle of the screen sort of at the correct height to look at.
2: I think
0: that's well, basically that's good for um for like multi-screen
2: a... rigs. The the sort of bar is at eye level, so it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not
0: so good. Really, I think you want your eye level to be slightly below the um the top of the bottom screen in the middle and then you want, like, so you can just see more sky, effectively. Weirdly, so. that
2: was one of their suggestions, that, you mm-hmm. know, developers could build with affinity in mind, and perhaps if they if they have detected, like, a six-screen rig, you can move the central point around. Yeah, because so you, you can already do that with, like, like a fly center, can't you? Know, you? Your, your preferred central zone, and so it still yeah. works. It just seems weird that that it
1: can't, you know, that everything can't just do that. It's like, that's not just some kind of Why isn't that just like a built in thing that graphics cards can do? Where it's like multiple screens, you can shift the middle of the display that it's projecting. Well, I I understand why they're investigating
2: this at all. Why not just ever, you know, reduce the price of those lovely Apple monitors?
0: (laughs) What, just huge monitors? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they are good. It's much better to have a big monitor. Because they won't make any
1: money off, off better monitors. It's like the graphics card companies are trying to. Improve the, the way they do it with their graphics cards, rather than oh, why don't say, ATI
2: get on the bandwagon and do 3D properly like Nvidia? Well, oh, that's yeah. I guess that if really I could borrow,
0: think Everyone about it. If 3D. I could borrow a couple of 360s, so I could play Forza in surround, couldn't I? Because that worked, didn't it? <laughs> that Forza would be two. awesome. Actually, probably Forza Three has the same. I wouldn't. I don't know. It might have the same. I, tech.
2: I think it does. I think Forza right. Three and Two both have the three Xbox possibility. Well, actually, I think it had the ability to do four because you could use one as a rear view
0: (laughs) right actually think about it it wouldn't quite work though because with my smaller monitors what it would do is it would just letterbox it so it oh yeah so the sides would would be small yeah i think it would do that don't know because you can set the 360 to the right resolution it's just most games will then letterbox from there but some don't like like halo 3 filled the screen i think
2: yeah that's true
0: yeah some games so maybe it can actually in
2: a way on a 4x3, Halo 3 would probably run slightly better because it probably wouldn't pillar box and the, uh, yeah. the the split screen.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to Reach now. I'm quite excited after that E3 stuff. I, think, I, I am. I think, I think
2: it's going to be awesome.
0: I think I'm going to get it. And, I, and with this setup here, I'll be able to play it, um, you know, Xbox Live, which I haven't played games over Xbox Live multiplayer for almost ever. I mean, we used to play Halo 2, but that was a long time ago. So me and you'll be able to play it, Rob, Those and, are the days. Uh, and we can report <laughs> on the sidecast, and we can even—I even have my PC, so we'll be able to go on Teamspeak instead of using the built-in chat if necessary.
2: Totally awesome.
3: Mm, so that will be.
0: Well, sweet. I don't
2: have—I still don't really have a working Xbox headset. I'm working no. my way through uh, through a collection of old Xbox headsets that still work. Because you got given that <laughs> you know, free wireless one, didn't you? Strange ways. Yeah, I got given that free wireless headset because my Xbox has broken so many times. And then that broke in a month. <laughs>
0: How many times have you had the Red Ring of Death?
2: Five now, I think.
0: Five times, yeah. Five repairs,
2: yeah. Well, technically it's six repairs. Five Red Rings of Death and six repairs because one time they returned it to be busted.
0: Oh. How busted? Is it it had the Red Ring?
2: No, it had overheating issues that caused the oh. games to go have a weird orange checkerboard Uh, display on screen as it
3: froze. Mm.
0: It's good that the new Xbox has the uh, built-in Wi-Fi. That's nice. Although there's no real benefit really. It's quieter and stuff, isn't it?
2: Yes. Speaking displays again, I want to go back because we've had a not a uh, we've had a pre-production US model of a Sony 3D TV in the office for a week now. Right. Okay. I'll admit it's pre production. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't be talking about this, but never mind. <laughs> Did you yeah. sign um, anything? No, I didn't sign anything. It's fine. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> you know, they're out now. I'm sure we can all, like, talk about yeah. it freely. Um, but anyway, it was a pre production version, and honestly, not impressed.
3: Mm. There's
2: way too much crosstalk between the left and right eye. Way too much.
0: Is this. Um, because Sony really have to get they they're in a tricky point here because the other uh, their competitors are going to jump on this 3D thing because Sony are the market leader in TV or whatever and their Bravia and oh everything. absolutely yeah but they Some... if they don't get this right they're in serious trouble you know because PlayStation 3 is getting better but for a long time they were making a big loss on that and if they screw up their entertainment TV side of things and someone like Samsung comes yeah. in with better 3D or something then they're in serious trouble, you know? Yeah,
2: as I say, I've seen Samsung's offering as well in PC world, of all places, and that looked better. It did look better, and the fact that was pretty damn good. Um, But the annoying thing is, is that none of them are still as good as having a Samsung monitor and an NVIDIA kit. Right, yeah. And that's not perfect, but none of the 3D TVs I've seen have bested that yet.
0: No, I think buying a 3D TV is a real stab in the dark right now, well, and it will be apart for a while. from
2: we've also got a um, a well, I've also had a chance to play with um, a JVC polarized screen.
0: Oh yeah,
2: and while it makes some terrible design choo- choices, seriously terrible ideas. Um, yeah, like JVC, yeah, yeah, it's it's probably awful. For instance, like um, the only 3D formats it can accept are side by side, where you take the two frames, and encode it into a single image, basically. So you take a, oh, yeah. a normal 1920-1080 image, and you have the left and right eyes make up half of it,
0: is that how which Sky makes is sense, doing it? side
2: by side, except for the fact that they've then vertically polarised each well, they've polarised each at every other line, right. meaning so you've lost half the resolution of the image by doing side by side, so right. then JVC go, I know, let's lose the other half of other the Other half. By, so you're by quartering polarizing it in lines effective across resolution. the screen other than vertically. Hmm. dumbass
0: and, and does it go weird when you tilt your head
2: yes yeah.
0: Although, does that happen with the Sony as well does that always happen oh no that's it not happens
2: good. much worse on the Sony um, right on the JVC it's any not so good. vague it just discolours
0: they're not people aren't going to have that in living rooms there's going to be oh, no. news God, stories no. gonna they're be not going to have the JVC
2: because it's six and a half grand
3: oh
0: yeah I know but that, 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 that will be the technology the by the time
2: though, obviously when everything yeah. is super expensive <laughs> Well, they've been making these. There's been production models of polarised tellies about, but not available to the consumer generally, Um, for about three years now. They have been around. Um, The Flickr TVs are the ones that are new to the scene, and it's just the way forward because of the resolution. It's just that you know the people that have been doing polarised screens have just made bad decisions.
0: I think that, I mean, I know you're the expert in this area because you work in this... You know, uh, region, but um, I, th- I just think that 3D cinema, the success of Avatar and 3D cinema, is pushing 3D TV when the technology isn't quite mature enough. It's nearly there, but it, you know, I think you're right. everyone's it's, in a rush, and they should TV just take their time and get it right. It's,
2: it's more to do with like the individual pixels. I think the problem is, is, not that the glasses are a bad tech, not that the you know active flicker. I think that's a good way to go because you get the full resolution. Um, yeah. and I don't think the tellies are bad tellies for 2D mm. I think that the fact that the big screen suffers is that obviously it's having to generate more brightness therefore the actual response time of the pixel is probably not great enough Or mm. I don't know, I really, I, I'm not entirely sure what the issue is but all I know is that they're not as good as a PC monitor attempting to do 3D
0: No, because that's got right in your face and very bright and it's got a lot of advantages isn't it really in some Yeah ways.
2: Although, I really do see 3D gaming being a good thing as soon as someone starts to get it right.
0: Yeah, I think it could be cool. I think Weirdly, it's all, it...
2: one of the best examples I've seen, um, because I've played the PlayStation 3D stuff now. Oh, yeah. Like, including Wipeout and uh, stuff like that. <laughs> Wipeout becomes really, really hard in 3D. <laughs> I really love that, when,
0: when like new stuff that's supposed to make stuff cool just makes stuff a lot. Like, when you're trying to play forza with a steering wheel and you switch back to a and you're thinking this is really cool and realistic and stuff and you switch back to a gamepad and suddenly your lap time's like two seconds quicker and you're like oh damn <laughs> that was the classic yeah.
1: like in Colin of crane 4 where it's like you can play it with a steering wheel if you're if you want to be hardcore but do it with the keyboard like, So much <laughs> yeah
2: it's like i wouldn't play forza any other way because it's not no. the same game without the wheel but it's not no yeah it's fucking annoying that <laughs> yeah. there's just like so much. It is actually quite a lot easier. Yeah, it's gay. But yeah, I want to play online. Looks with a... amazing, but the, the the half frame rate is a big killer. It makes the game virtually unplayable at the higher speeds.
0: It's a shame because I don't know because obviously that relies heavily on a high frame rate. But it always has had a very high frame rate on a, that one, is not it? Wipeout HD like 60, isn't it? At least.
2: Yep. Isn't it? Solid yeah. 60.
0: But I guess when you half that for that kind of game. Suddenly in trouble.
2: Yeah. It makes a big difference, and not in a good way. The 3D yeah. effect is pretty good, though. Apart from being able to see the HUD, is quite difficult. But
0: right, yeah, because it's a very stylized HUD anyway, isn't it? On Wipeout,
2: yeah, yeah. Although, I guess, as I say, Stardust HD. I didn't really see the point, to be honest, because it's mostly, you know, it's a game you basically play in 2D <laughs> it's style. You know, like okay. Geometry Wars style things. Except for the fact it looks bloody awesome in 3D. You know, it keeps the frame rate. The, the, when, the, when the asteroids fall on the planet and come past your head, it looks excellent.
3: Hmm.
2: It's seriously very good. The, you know, that would be the game I'd use to sell people on 3D. Not Wipeout, not Motorstorm. <laughs> Which is that weird, like because it's such crap. a tiny tiny game. Yeah. Hmm. It, it looks the business in 3D.
0: I'm not sure if that bodes well, though. Like, if you're talking about like adding 3D effects to what is essentially like a pretty like geometry wars. Like if you added 3D to geometry wars or whatever, and so that when everything exploded, it kind of came into your face and looked really cool. You know, well it sort makes... of
2: does. That's how they do the effect. It's like the um, geometry wars has that awesome geometry wars two at least has that awesome cheat where you can view the world in 3D. Um, oh yeah, and you can see that the sparks actually come out of the level and stuff. So that yeah. could work in 3D because everything would just be exploding in your face, as you say, and it would be awesome. <laughs> But
0: my only problem <laughs> with that is that that's really cool, but that is kind of shows utterly pointless. Yeah, it kind 3D. of shows that three D is more of a gimmick than it is a real gaming. You know, you see what I mean. I mean, it might look really cool, but um, that's
2: I think not... they still trying to work out. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's very difficult. It's like doing well. You know, we know from doing trying to do subtitles for three D positioning anything that you would normally use as a hint in a game, for instance, like a HUD indicator right. or a. Um, or something floating above someone's head, you know, that kind of stuff, is very hard in real 3D yeah. um, to get it right so you, you can actually see it.
0: Mm. I don't think um, the web is going to be in 3D for a
2: while. <laughs> Put <it that> no. <laughs> well, the other problem is is that the PlayStation really isn't, that power, isn't powerful enough to do the job. Um, right. Because of the frame rate loss in Wipeout, the game is, has suffered because of it. The other game they have, which I've seen, is the MotorStorm, Rift demo, which they've made in 3D, and it just looks god-ugly. Mm. They've had to kill so much of the graphical finesse that's in MotorStorm, it's really not worth it.
0: It's a shame, because it's like you're, you're instantly requiring basically double the performance, or, yep. or at least double the frame rate. I mean, can you imagine you know, Grand Theft Auto 4 in 3D would run at about 10 frames per second? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Saying
2: that, I have seen Grand Theft Auto 4 running in 3D on the Nvidia kit.
0: All oh, right, of course, on PC, I guess you can do that with yeah. brute force. Actually, you?
2: look pretty good, apart from some effects which look really fucking weird. Yeah, because they're not optimized, like, I guess. No shadows, for instance, they um, get rendered on sc- at screen depth rather oh. than at the actual depth, so they appear in they front do. of everything.
0: That's really weird because they already look a bit funny. Because they're kind of the dithering has to be quite low quality just to maintain the frame rate. Because it's casting shadows off this amazing world. You know, sometimes the edges of shadows look very strange. In not strange, but you know, they're not they're not quite right. Because you need Mm. that kind of penumbra, don't you? Where the shadow changes from its full blackness um, across a gradient to the point where light actually, you know, the end of the shadow. That's what you don't get in like the Doom Three engine, where the shadows are just black, and then there's a, almost a straight line, isn't there between yeah. the black and the, and that doesn't look. It looks really cool initially, but it's not realistic because in a, a real shadow, as I say, as as a gradient there, whatever. So that would look. In
2: summary, I still believe three D will push gaming. You know, gaming will push three D, and that eventually yeah. it will be the way we're doing things. But at the minute, it all feels a bit like, you know how. You watch something on telly and you think, man, that's really slick. And then you go and see it in real life and you think, oh, okay, it's not quite so glamorous as I expect it. I'm actually, it's like when I was at the F1 a couple of weeks back. The, um, um, you know, you think it's the most glamorous sporting event you could possibly think of, really. Yeah. Um, And yet you're still sat in scaffolding.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: You know, and there are trucks Mm. and gravel and barbecues and chip yeah. vans you know it's <laughs> you know it's, it's,
0: it's champagne and grid girls
3: and the,
2: no uh, at the minute i think 3d is the same thing in that it's it's nice but it's sort of because games are developed for 2d the 3d just shows up all their issues
0: that's true and hmm.
2: that's how i'd describe it but i'd love that, i'd love to see where that it goes be,
0: yeah. yep <laughs> So, Rob, Ken, what have you been playing since we last we met?
2: This is going to be a fucking weird conversation because it's been a bit limited.
0: <laughs> That's okay because so, so is mine. So, so just go. For well, it. no,
2: it's <laughs> not limited because of internet so much because obviously I could have done other things, but just out of ease and busyness, Rob has suppose...
0: been playing Tile Manager 2010,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Grout Man, <laughs> <laughs> Grout Man. <right? laughs> Tyler Bond 2010.
2: <laughs> 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 Fuck it out. So I'll tell you was what, it? grouting tiles is a right pain in the arse. Well, it all... it's, it's actually easy, right? But we made the colossal mistake. Like, when you're grouting tiles, apparently with normal grout, you leave it for about 10-15 minutes, and then you wipe it off the tiles, you know, so you leave that nice sheen. With yeah. this grout we're using, from Homebase, name drop... The, um, the stuff basically dr- dried in like 60 seconds, so we went back to clean up the mess we did before, and it had gone fucking solid. <laughs> <laughs> so we awful. spent hours trying to scrub this shit off the tiles. Oh no. And we, did, we made that mistake three times. <laughs> <They> <laughs> like, did you not say how, hard, how
1: did you make it three times? Did you well, I made the mis-
2: it. well, we made the mistake first, after about 15 minutes. And then spent like an hour scrubbing the bastard off. So then it was like, right, we're going to do this again. It said, we'll scrub it up. Except that still wasn't quite quick enough. We, we we still didn't get it right. So it was still it's still, it's still fucking dry. So we scrubbed all that off. Um, and then just as I got good at it, the gnome thought, oh, I was, I was like, can I do some grouting for a bit? And I'm like, sure, fine. So she made the mistake. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> so yeah, basically, it was a colossal fucking disaster. And. uh
0: but now you have tiles unlike believe it or not your last house's <laughs> shower which did not have tiles, <laughs> did not have tiles up the side so that, was, that was pretty, pretty it didn't have damn tiles,
3: stupid no
0: yeah, uh, for
2: the only it... room with a shower head they didn't bother yeah just to explain this for the only room with a shower head they didn't bother tiling up half of the wall meaning that the water just went all over the painted wall and eventually peeled off like the paintwork and stuff started peeling. Basically, it was a super retarded idea. It makes sense if you've got a proper shower cubicle and a bath because you're probably not going to use the bath as a shower then. Um, hmm. <laughs> but because this was the a bath stroke shower and they'd only tiled halfway, fucking stupid.
3: And
0: what's more, the actual hook that that hold holds the shower head on was very low it was down a as well. Was knee height? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had to sort of bath shower, didn't you? Yeah, it was not good.
2: You had to, yeah, you had to kneel to the gods of showering. <laughs> <was>.
1: every day <laughs>
2: oh. well you know it was like um trying to i don't know how, how like i suppose have you ever seen a woman dye her hair you know and they're sort of <laughs> dipping it in the sink
0: yeah a bit
2: like you that you know that
0: scene in uh, lost in translation where the, the shower head is too low which i'm sure is a complete exaggeration because the joke is that bill murray is a tall american and he's in a japanese hotel and japanese people are relatively short so on average so the shower head is very low and you find that difficult but I bet if you go to a proper hotel in Tokyo the shower head is as looking high as you blooming want because they have enough Yeah, probably They probably Western cope with it nowadays Yeah, exactly <laughs> but Yeah, it was a similar situation
2: Unless he was being cheap We're staying in a cheap hotel
0: No, it was a very very posh hotel That that movie is set in In fact, my dad stayed there once He's very tall yes. Unless so, Bill
2: Murray is like the tallest man in the world He's pretty tall
0: <laughs> I think Yeah but uh, he's not a giant. <laughs> so tile with Tron ten two twenty two. Uh, yes, I've been, I've been
2: playing. <laughs> tile tile, I've been playing the uh, five day tile challenge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've also been playing DIY fail. <laughs> yes, <that's,
3: laughs> because a great basically
2: game. I can't DIY. It seems just in general. Um, classic moment came as well. I was I was um, drilling the holes basically to put the blinds up. First of all, a couple of the holes, even though I'd marked them out really precisely and stuff, and spent ages making sure they were correct, somehow, after i drilled the holes, they weren't fucking right, and they were off by, like, enough, so I couldn't actually put the places in to fit these blind brackets in them. So we had to fill them in and do them fucking fuck again. So that was stage one of suck. But even after I then got (laughs) them in, we then tried to fit the blind, and when we did it, I wasn't here at the time, so I missed out on the hilarious moment of when the brackets fell out, (laughs) <laughs> just, the <laughs> just of of there down, we go line. there's the blind <laughs> oh so yeah basically i fail at diy so i've been doing a lot of that well okay i say i've been doing none of that since i <laughs> failed so yeah you stopped doing that as soon as <laughs> you failed i stopped playing <laughs> diy failed because it's <laughs> like balls
0: not in the very good gameplay on that one yeah just delete that very uh,
2: disk. and then during the move Conveniently, just just before we started moving, was the uh, the day my lovely iPhone Four arrived. Ooh. So to be perfectly honest, probably the majority of my gaming time has been spent on a combination of Carcassonne for iPhone.
0: Is that good? Well, well as you're about to you're about to tell us, I guess. But yeah.
2: Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, that'll be. That's one of the things I've been playing on. Anyway. Uh, yes. Pretty much. It's about as faithful a representation of the board game as you can get. Doesn't quite have in? the pizzazz of the Xbox version. It's not quite as addictive, and I don't know why. Right.
0: It's weird because like we're saying, like whips I mean and horses. <laughs> well, yeah, there's, there's, there's no like
2: horse whipping that. noises. In fact the road noise, instead of like horses going <laughs>
3: is
2: um, now just obviously someone with a cheap mic bashing some coconuts. <laughs> 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 it's like ta 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 <laughs> not, it wasn't an Irish horse. I just want to point that out. <laughs> talk talk, 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 talk.
3: <laughs> Oh dear.
0: So that's the. But is that how, how much is that game? Do you have to pay for it?
2: it yeah, it's currently three quid, which is a oh. bargain. Really, it's not. Hmm. It's not that bad, but it's not, not I suppose it's reasonably expensive for an iPhone app. But hmm. eventually, it will get more expensive. So buy now if you're interested. Oh really? Um, oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, the price will probably double. I think they said when they finished the iPad. Version?
0: Have they have they made it? Um, you know, it is like compatible, it is, as they
2: say, which means. Fortunately, yeah, I think resolution. because they designed it with iPad in mind, the graphics do scale nicely to the new iPhone, iPhone four screen. Cool, that's good. So you can, basically, I do not quite sure how it would be playable on a normal iPhone screen because I find myself zooming out quite a lot so I can see the entire game board, and. Without the extra resolution that you get on iPhone 4, surely that would just become a pixelated mess. So it's, hmm. we'll have to, I think uh, it's I'll quite sh- well suited to iPhone 4, and presumably it'd be well suited to iPad as well. But imagine so might be a try before you buy if they release a free version on on everything else.
0: Oh man! If you get an iPad, I'll have to play that hilarious and um, Scrabble. You know the most expensive <laughs> Scrabble <set laughs> totally. Ever. Where like, every, you all have iPhones and they are your, your rack of, of I do
2: know someone with an iPad. I'll see if I can borrow it at some point.
0: Well, we'd have to all, be, all have an iPhone and be there. So y- you and me so far, we, we probably need a couple Oh, more. and Gnome.
2: Gnome has an oh, iPhone no as well. Oh,
0: Okay. So there you go. <laughs> that would be hilarious.
2: So we can, we can play Apple Scrabble. Um, yeah. and, and a million points goes to the first person that can put Apple on the board.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: I bet. So, yeah. You don't want to play okay. that. You want to play it on the hard, hardcore, old school '80s Scrabble board. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like normally
2: do. So that well, thing to be is honest, really the best we do all <laughs> meant with that the with... swivel board that we can't yes, be asked to a... It wobbles too much. Yeah. Once you
1: have a proper table, we might actually be able to use that because it will be, you know, unless if it's not on a coffee table, rather if it's instead on a table that's at, at like table height, will be significantly less likely to knock it over. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we
2: find
0: to much, stuff, So Carcazone, recommended for iPhone. If yeah, you like.
2: it is good. I and mean, I've <laughs> even managed to get the online play to work. Although Ooh. the time constraints aren't so bad. You know, I got a bit confused with how they advertised the uh, online play, to be honest. Because basically it plays exactly the same as the Xbox version. You even right. get a skill rating that's sort of done in the same way as chess match skill ratings. So... Like a point system, so if you beat someone better than you, you get a lot of points. If you beat someone worse than you, you don't really gain anything. That's cool. You know, that kind of skill-based system, which is quite nice. Like Um, a
0: seeding thing,
2: yeah. Yeah. As I say, it works kind of nice, but I thought it would work in the sense that you could play it like email chess, for instance. Yeah, so So you
0: could walk away from it.
2: Right. Yeah, so you can you can walk away and then you, you email your next move into the guy as one way of playing. But no, it plays exactly like the Xbox version in that there's time limits per move. It's just right. that it makes use of multitasking, so if you have to break out while your opponent's making a move, for instance, the phone will let you know when it's your turn again.
0: Okay, that's kind of... What, with a push notification? Say, yeah, basically.
3: Hmm, that's
0: Except good. it
2: does support proper multitasking, so you don't have to wait for it to start up again. So it's...
0: I wonder if this kind of thing will be kind of solved by this. What's it called? Game Center, like the Xbox Live Arcade of iPhones, yeah. which is coming soon. I'm a little
2: disappointed it? that hasn't turned up yet.
0: It's on its way. But I saw a screenshot where they like changed the visual look of it and made it look like a lot friendlier and cooler than it initially did. But I don't know. But if if they can, um, you know, lay down the groundwork for for multiplayer basically, so that developers can just use an SDK to like plug that into their games, then could be good. I mean, are you playing that over, like, 3G?
2: Uh, you can do, yeah, I have done.
0: Awesome. And it works just played, as well as mine. I have played it online
2: it? over 3G whilst waiting for new tiles to be fitted to my car. Cool. No, I said, did I just say tiles? Yeah, I I'm just getting a new <laughs> Too many door fitted in the car. <laughs> Too many
3: tiles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so is that basically all you've played for, like, a month, Carcassonne? <laughs>
2: No, no, not that bad, not that bad. I haven't actually played it as much as I was expecting on, because as I say, it just for some reason it doesn't have the addictive quality that I found in the Xbox version. Probably right. because there aren't the leaderboards and things and stuff like that. There isn't a ranking table, as far as I can tell. And if they added that, it would probably get the addiction back for me. I but. still
0: think Peggle is the ultimate iPhone game. I mean, I've got Plants vs. Zombies and stuff now, but oh, I and keep playing, playing, playing Peggle. Yeah. But it's like so good you can you can literally have one minute spare and still have a good time playing peggle for that minute before yeah. before you have to get on the bus. So good. Love and it.
2: apparently they've also done a, a sort of update of of late to sort of make it slightly more happy with iOS four. So yeah, it's got the multitasking update. Even better.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much the same. It just means you can it sort of pauses when you. You know, when you change to another app and then oh, it's okay. smoother, smoother on on the multiplayer. i was about
2: to say or... one if they've actually told it so if you zoom you know, when if the game is zoomed out or something it renders it and you know, uses a better scaling alg- algorithm to so it looks nice on the screen. But well, I don't, I I'll got tell, a tell you one on game that doesn't do that irritatingly and it's still good. looks low res Angry Birds. <laughs> I
0: don't know that, what's bad?
2: You don't know Angry Birds? Oh my god! It's only like the top, the top game on the uh, oh. on the App Store at the moment.
0: I don't care. I just play Peggle. But go ahead. <laughs> I not even. I've never played Flight Control because I always play Peggle. So.
2: <laughs> I don't I know. Flight Control passed me by. Oh, that's
0: that's a famous one. I don't
2: know. You guys aren't into it enough, really, to know every
1: no, game. Really. You each have like the one. and it's Like Peg- I'm sticking to this. Hey, I'm
2: I'm a, I'm a yeah. relatively new convert. That's true.
0: I'm sure you'll, you you'll have You Peggle
2: on Steam, though. <laughs> Sensible. And I haven't bought, no, I bought it on x Oh, yeah.
0: I, wonder if they, I hope they bring Peggle Knights and all the extra levels to iPhone before long. That'd be nice.
2: You yeah, know, it's carrying. about damn time. Yeah. It's been out for over a year now, hasn't it? So.
0: Yeah, it's been out for a while.
2: They probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've been playing Angry Birds. It's basically like an evolution of the classic sort of um, tank shell game. Right, except it's more of a puzzler. It's um. Do you do you remember the mission mode from Worms Armageddon and stuff? We sort of get um, a certain number of turns and a certain sort of set of rules in order to kill the enemy. And...
0: Vaguely, Zach will know better than I do.
1: Yeah, it was in like it was sort of in Worms Reinforcements as well. They put in like the mission mode, although obviously that was. Old, old worms. So that was, that was different.
0: Because Reinforcements was the expansion pack for the original worms, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So that, yes. that's old, yeah. old. That's before the cartoony look and when a, a worm was literally made up of a number of pixels you could count on the fingers of your hand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Angry Birds. Imagine sort of, so it's a bit like that. You sort of um, you have a stationary fixed point which it, um, on which is placed a catapult and you fire some slightly aggravated-looking birds um, across the level um, in, in a vain attempt to uh, kill some evil pigs who are weirdly spherical and green.
0: Spherical green pigs? Okay. Yeah,
2: basically. But yeah, yes, yeah, so you basically huss these birds across. Different birds have different abilities um, in order to uh, yeah get revenge on the pigs who stole and ate your eggs. The, the retarded thing is, is that the plot of this game doesn't make really make any sense. The game is amazing. <laughs> it's 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 sort of a puzzler because you've got to use your birds wisely to kill them all and get it right and not fuck up basically. And okay. It's, there's y elements to it as well because certain structures fall apart and stuff, which is quite nice. Um, but I don't really get the story because if the they're, they're pissed off at the these birds are, they should have called it Pissed Off Birds. That would have been a better game. <laughs> <But there's> the, <laughs> If they're pissed off at these pigs for stealing their eggs and eating Mm. them, presumably preemptively killing their offspring, then how are there so many fucking birds doing suicide runs on pigs? Because, you know, they hurt (laughs) themselves and explode and... This Most of them your... sort of die why, with a why satisfying... Why did
1: you end up overthinking this so much? <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of time to think about this
0: while he was waiting for the tires <laughs> to dry. He <laughs> was like, why the hell are these birds doing this in this game? What's their rationale? Well, you know,
2: <laughs> it's, it's it's like... Um, actually, I don't know what it's like. It's just fucked up. <laughs> now, yeah, when you said like, angry
0: birds, I imagine like a game where you were a bird that had to poo on people's heads or something. <laughs> well,
3: and there
0: was one bird that... Well, there is <laughs> yeah, one bird that
2: lays e- lays explosive eggs as he's flying through the air. Okay, so they could, which could look a bit like poo, I suppose. Are you sure it's not actually meant to be poo? It probably is, yeah. Well, maybe it was, but they thought that was a bit too. Uh, they tried to lower their age rating or something, but so made it <laughs> an egg. Because obviously, anyway. giving birth in midair is so much less. And <laughs> creepy and weird so
1: the <laughs> Laying an it's egg right. isn't quite the same As
2: birthing mm. I don't really fancy the idea Of seeing a baby giraffe come out the back Of a flying giraffe What <laughs> 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 <on> the fuck Because <laughs> it would sort of Slop, slop? <laughs> onto the <laughs> Slop onto the back <laughs> onto <it. laughs>
0: Flying giraffes. Giraffes have such long necks. Maybe he's thinking they're like an airliner, like a long tube. <laughs> <laughs> the neck of a giraffe.
2: With <laughs> oh jet engines strapped to the base of their feet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So, yes. Yeah. Angry Birds, totally awesome. Okay. It's huge as well, so it'll take you a long time to get through it.
3: Okay.
0: I, well, I will look into that one if I... Anyone? I've been forced it's to download. cheap.
2: It's like 70p, I think.
0: I was forced to download that Doodle Jump game, which is also about 50p. I don't know if you tried that one, go that I, I
2: saw it. I haven't played it. It's very throwaway.
0: It's very it's popular, but it just uses the tilt sensor, and you just you just tilt to 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 move left and right, effectively, as your guy jumps up. Um, it jumps through platforms and then lands on them, right? But but if it pulls off the bottom of the screen, then you die. So you have to just move left and right by tilting the iPhone, in order to land on platforms and not fall off the bottom every time. So you just keep going up and up and up and up, basically. It's kind and, of cool.
2: Uh, it's it's kind
0: like of cool. Get,
1: game, whatever it's called. Yeah. Jump. Thing.
0: Yeah, it's probably it's probably the same as that. Yeah. So I've got that, but yeah, I'll look oh, into what it. Game
2: so yeah, okay. um, other than playing that and a bit of obviously quite a bit of Mass Effect 2 get me up to the 40 hour mark I did do a couple of hours of Lost Odyssey Nothing oh, really interesting you still happened that.
0: Still no. playing through that
2: Nothing Maybe interesting that. happened um, I <laughs> finished Uncharted though because I didn't have much of that, to, that left to do so I finished that
0: Oh yeah, has that got a good ending to its story and stuff?
2: Um, is, yeah, is it it's pretty, pretty damn cool I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with that game. It it's yeah. it deserves a replay. It's I really want to play
0: that. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can play that so that we can talk about it. So
2: both the Let's first see. and second games are definitely worth playing. They are very right. good. It's well, weird because the mind. first one's very good and the second one raises the bar. It's, I was thinking of jumping to the
0: sequel, but if you say I'll probably if you if you think it's worth it, I'll probably play the first game. Oh now.
2: definitely. but they're, they're both worth playing.
0: Alright, cool. Let's do that i sick of jumping straight to Mario Galaxy 2 as well, um, even though...
2: <laughs> you probably should. I
1: don't think Do it's anywhere really worth play one. Yeah. You think? I'd okay. That yeah, it's, it's, that's probably okay. Unless, you're, unless you're really desperate for a shit ton of Mario. <laughs> I love how, like... <laughs> one game is not going to be enough. You can double love... the amount of games.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I love how Yahtzee's getting pissed off about the, the story in Mario. You know, what you Getting have you seen this? He's getting you know zero punctuation. He's getting annoyed that the story isn't consistent. It's like, it's a Mario game. Shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Story does not matter. I, don't know. I guess he has a point. that's no,
2: well, cool. suicidal birds. That was matter to
3: <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true.
2: Although, when you said, like, uh, f- like um, a shit ton of Mario, for some reason there, like, coming off what we were just talking about, I got an image of Yoshi flying through the air giving birth to Mario. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yoshi does lay eggs. Lay eggs, yeah, Yoshi does Yeah, lay I
2: know, eggs. that's why giving birth to Mario was a bit fucked up. <laughs> and Yoshi
0: even sort of flies because he does that thing with his legs, doesn't he? So, <laughs> he could, so you could do that meow well, he's probably... <laughs> <while> he... <laughs> and he makes well, the, the
2: appropriate eggs... sound for giving birth to Mario. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right,
2: right.
0: <laughs> so moving on. So I, I I've been playing a, a few games, not very many. I'm not I've done. Been moving. Are oh, you not done? <laughs> Shit. All you talk about iPhone games for like half an hour, and I think this is a, this is not like.
2: Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. I've actually got some fairly important, cutting-edge news.
0: Oh, let's hear it.
2: I was building up to it. You kind I was of like cutting led edge. me onto it with the Wii.
0: Oh. So, what's new? Now, what's, new? what's
2: the one game we were mildly interested in hearing about on the Wii that was coming out other than Mario Galaxy 2?
0: Other than Mario Galaxy 2? Hmm. Well, for me, nothing. But, um. <laughs> um I.
2: <laughs>
0: Is that Metroid? Yeah.
2: Yes, <laughs> totally. Yes. Metroid. Metroid Triple other pack. M. I've oh, Is game time? Is that out? No. Mm. Oh. Okay, <laughs> this,
0: is, this is awesome. They, okay.
2: n- n- Nintendo had a booth at uh, Comic Con, which I had the misfortune of being at. A comic um, Con?
0: Isn't that in San Diego?
2: There's one there, yes, but there was a oh. London string of it that was considerably shitter. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> well, you assume. <laughs> I assume. It's, it's basically paying money to get into a giant shop. It's fucking ridiculous.
3: Right. Yeah, my, yeah.
2: Seriously, I, w- I didn't make the choice to go. My friend basically needed moral support, so I was there. Oh, and, I see. Uh, yeah, it was quite. A f- it was quite funny, <laughs> and including Fat Amy Pond, that was funny. Um, but anyway, fat? Um, she's not a fat. How, no, so but there was a fat version. <laughs>
0: what an action figure or something? Oh, yeah, I see a, 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 a cosplay. cosplay. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! I did never want to see that. She totally shouldn't <laughs>
2: have dressed for Rio.
0: <laughs> fat Amy Pond. <laughs> was she in the, uh, the first episode, like, a uh, policewoman with a miniskirt?
2: No, like no, that. she was in the um, the Rio dress, basically. The, oh, okay. Um, that sort of carried on for several episodes, you know. Right, um, yeah. Anyway, that's going off topic. There were, there were quite a few shitty cosplayers, and some of the fattest people I've ever seen in my ever life, seen. including the guy that not only had a reinforced wheelchair, it was reinforced and double width. Hmm. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, and the guy Double who seemed to whip. have extra flab hanging down just one of his legs.
3: What the hell?
0: I am never going to Comic Con. I hope. They... <laughs> what I want is a, a PAX London, which will never ever happen. But uh, still, be yeah, awesome. true.
2: But it was scarring. As in a way, was Metroid. Um, I wasn't actually that <laughs> impressed. I've got to be honest. It's... Okay. I had my hopes up, thinking. What were you expecting a sort
0: of... from a Team Ninja Metroid game, and what did you see? You
2: know, well, you know, up? I kind of expected sort of a two D Metroid game, a sort of classic two D Metroid game with a bit yeah. more sort of crazy finesse, you know, in the ability you can do. It. And it sort of is in that it, it's 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 not, um, imagine top down platforming controls with shooting mechanics. Right. A bit more, a bit kind of like Devil May Cry, actually thinking about it. Okay. It kind of plays like that, which I thought was a bit odd. Like um, Devil
0: May Cry?
2: Yeah, you sort that... of, you know you move around the world from a sort of top-down perspective, but with guns. Right, okay. It's like playing Bayonetta without the melee attack.
0: But I, when, you're, when you're saying Devil May Cry and Bayonetta, I'm thinking yeah. that's quite similar in a way to what Team Ninja does, which is Ninja Gaiden.
3: You know? Yeah, in actually, a way. I didn't think of that.
0: So if you think of it as being more of a Metroid crossword Ninja Gaiden... It's Maybe. a bit like, that, yeah, except
2: you're always using your gun rather than melee attacks. So right, you see yeah. What I mean? okay. um, from what I played, the mothball didn't play much of a role, but I imagine that's just because I played the start of the game, so that's right. fine. Um, the other thing is, get ready for cutscenes.
0: Oh, welcome to Japanese gaming.
2: It was. Well, non Nintendo
0: Japanese gaming, I should it say. It
2: was epic, terrible, and unskippable. Ugh. Oh Seriously, a, a, it's, it's dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. It's That's like sad. she goes off for ages talking about her feelings about her old commander, and then it's like there's even a pause before the commander goes, uh, sort of what he d- tells all the squad mates who you're never going to see other than in this first sequence, like what their role in the mission is. They run off and do it, and then there's a pause, and then it, like, what, what and then he says, "That's the end of the briefing," like that, because nobody. <laughs> oh my say god! That. Like, That's and so
3: then there's cheesy. a pause,
2: and then Samus is just standing there going. I was feeling kind of excited to be taking orders from my old boss again. It's like, we don't fucking care. Kill some shit.
0: Samus Aran is not fucking Joanna Dark. She doesn't talk. Does she? It's all monologue. The entire game will
2: be a monologue.
0: She's like a silent protagonist almost. Like, almost Gordon Freeman style, isn't she? She should be. I
2: I can see how they could have pulled it off, but this isn't it.
0: Does she talk in Metroid Prime trilogy? No,
2: ever. Never. Never. She goes okay. eh, when she gets hit every now and then. But yeah. lots
1: of people talk to you in two, which is kind of weird. Yes, that's oh, and, and then and, more so and... in three, of course.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of voice acting in Prime Three, but not you don't ever talk back,
3: like uh, in Half Life.
1: But yeah. it's it's not quite the same as it, it, It's like in the Metroid ones. It seems more like you should be saying something because it's like in Half Life right. they talk at you, but it, in it's such a way, sort of excuse that you'll never say anything. Like someone, yeah. something interrupts them just as they were about to get you to say something or something.
0: Yeah, and they but and they kind look, of make jokes about it as well, don't they? It's it'd
2: awesome. be amazing if, in like um, when they finally try and bring Half Life to raps, so he he plays this kind of silent Bob character and has one line in the middle of it. <laughs> super awesome. No
0: ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Yeah. So, mm, I can't say I was hugely, uh, cause I can't say I was hugely optimistic about it anyway, personally. But um, uh, it sounds know. like you've had your I, hopes I, a bit I, dashed I've, there.
2: I've got a bit of an attachment for the Metroid series, not because I really sure, got sure. into the previous, the, the sort of era ones, but because mm. you know, Metroid Prime just blew my mind. That's so good, that game, isn't it? It's brilliant Do you think I was, it was kind of hoping does
0: it stand up that game I was just thinking about playing it and I thought well maybe it won't look quite right anymore or I don't know would you still play no, that it today it still
2: looks good it's mm. awesome for a GameCube game of course yeah, oh, yeah. of
3: course
0: Yeah. And of
2: course they've made some improvements on you know very few but there are, you can play it you know I'd recommend if you had a Wii getting the Metroid Prime Trilogy Pack
0: right what's happened with that because wasn't there distribution problems or something no
2: it got released and everything
0: right okay hmm Okay, it's that's about, good. As long nice as we can totally find it.
2: Purchasable. Sorted. <laughs> get that and possibly get that now
0: if you're thinking of saving your money for Metroid. Other M. Probably better off with the.
2: Yeah, play Toyota Prime, Prime if you haven't. It's seriously good. Because the other weird decision, and I thought I can see where they were going with this, and maybe it was a limitation of the control, control scheme they had, because it was play, being played Wiimote only. Um, right. And the normal controls, you hold the Wiimote on the side. Right. Um, sort of, yeah. you know, like Mario a Famicom. classic style. Yeah. Um, but in order to, because you can there are sections that require first-person shooting, right. um, taking some stuff out of prime, but you can't move while doing it, and you have to activate it by turning the remote and pointing it at the screen.
3: Right.
2: Which is an awkward motion.
0: Yeah. You almost can't you almost have to look at your hands when you do it
3: almost
2: yeah. yeah, fortunately, the section of game where you were forced to do that in order to kill certain things um sort of had the enemies being particularly dumb, they sort of hover around for a while before attacking you, um, mm. but you still feel compelled to move out of the way, so you find yourself doing this like. Awkward action quite frequently, and right. So you, you, yeah, when you go to then aim, your aim's all over the place because you've only just moved there. So it's like, oh got to adjust for the weed sensors and all that shit. And yeah, don't mm. know. Just there are certain bits that will work. For instance, the normal comp app, but cutscenes and the uh, first-person mechanic just doesn't work in my mind. I don't know. I'm not. Mm. I've been I've been quite thoroughly put off. I want to see where it goes. I want to see what the reviews are like, just because my my sort of opinion of the game has been so black and white up till now. You know,
0: right. Hmm. But well, thanks for the report. Excellent, Excellent. There you Super go. Super up to date. That's, that's
2: my uh, news. Yeah. Look, look at me, investigative journalist by <sighs> yeah. accident.
0: Very good. Yeah. Hmm.
3: Hmm.
0: Don't know it. We can't. Yeah, any kind of regular, that kind of inside access can we? It's just going to be no, not really. occasional, random stuff like that. But that's very but cool. We did
2: we did have sort of links once, friend of a friend, to people working at Lionhead.
0: Did we? And I, I, I've got a friend who works at um, what is now Crytek UK and was previously Free Radical.
2: Oh, yeah. I used to know yeah. of someone working there. I didn't actually know him. But...
0: And I think Ho's brother works at Creative Assembly. Oh,
2: really? Another, cool.
0: Yeah, I think so. He's worked on like, not not on the Total War game, but on some console, what was it, Spartan Total War, or, which wasn't really a Total War game, it was more of a sort of hack and slash or something, don't you know, but anyway, yes, so we do know the occasional person, I so, very peripherally.
2: Well, that was the other game that sort of, um, not really sure why, but it caught my eye recently, it was... um. um what do you call it? Uh, Tournament of Legends.
3: <laughs> what the hell is that?
0: Well, it was supposed <laughs> to be.
2: Yeah, it was supposed to be a historic uh, and mythological themed uh, fighter, so featuring like gladiators and things like that, and okay. um, as its main draw. Except it basically turned out to be ridiculous and shit. It's worth <laughs> watching the review just because some of the speech in it is just so in- so so bad.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'll Have to check that out. Uh,
2: that was a very loud breath there. <laughs>
0: that came out of my like <laughs> Sudden gust of wind. <laughs> and relax.
2: Right. Well, I can so now. We... That's my section over. I can go back to occasional comments of retardation.
0: Yeah. Excellent. And
1: oh, uh... I, I remembered something else I wanted to mention about Mass Effect too. Oh yeah. I don't know if ahead. you guys noticed. <laughs> can we fuck cause... it or let them talk? This is just one Very of those different. really stupid little mini things that I spotted and was like, oh no! It, it was like, it oh, was like OEA. But if you go into like the souvenir store on the Citadel,
3: oh yeah, this is my favorite the background store on the music.
1: Citadel. The background music to the to the souvenir store on the Citadel is from <laughs> SimCity Four. <laughs> it? It's like EA miming the Maxis Treasure throne. Oh, I'm I sure they used that music in another game as well. That same, oh no, it was in Spore as well. <laughs> <laughs> they use that Heck. same little bit of music. I wonder if it's an with Easter egg. one of that's the really Sims 4 background music in The Citadel. <laughs> and I was like, I don't remember. you going to have to
2: check that out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we played enough Civ 4 to, re- to remember the track on, on the Civ 4s. Uh, 4? What are we talking yeah, about? That's what I've 4. got. Yeah. Sorry, I've been playing Civ 4s. you recognise it. It's about. that one yeah.
1: that has the like, kind of sort of
2: street noise in the background.
0: Yeah, I think I might know what you mean. Hmm. I
2: had some of it, actually, just on my music playlist, so I'll probably recognise it if I didn't. <laughs> yeah. It was
1: just, I don't know why it's that, always that one track as well. Someone at EA must really like it or something, so they keep slipping it into all their games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do love that this is my favourite store on the Citadel thing for every single store. <laughs> <Same> <laughs> I only did it for one. I only did it for the oh, one you? where the
1: guy actually recognised you and was like, holy shit, you're looking on the show. And I was like... Yes, I'll give you a recommendation because you deserve it. All these other players can just fly off.
0: <laughs> but you can, like, literally endorse everyone and they'll give you discounts as you need money. That's one thing. I thought that by the end of the game, I don't know, you've played a bit more of it and you've had the DLC, but I thought I would have enough money to pay for everything, but I actually didn't have enough money to buy everything in the game. By I the no, game.
2: I'm, I'm, not- noticing everything. Everything. Mm, I'm noticing I ha- that. I'm noticing
0: that. I got most things, but there are a few things that I couldn't, I couldn't buy for the final mission. Because I went around visiting the shops before I went for a suicide run. You know?
2: <laughs> I know I've missed a couple of things. I, I remember on, we were talking about the Derelict Reaper thing. I saw a Cerberus shotgun um, right. uh, upgrade um, and thought, oh, I'm in the middle of a firefight. I'll come back and get that in a minute. And then didn't.
1: <laughs> you got that. It's, I always thought mind. it was weird how sometimes just at the end of the missions you'd randomly get an upgrade. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was really done where some, if that would happen; it would give you the upgrade, and just as the cut as it would cut to the like the elusive man screen, he'd still Shepard would still go. This
2: looks interesting. Suddenly. oh yeah, 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 <laughs> that, that did that yeah, for yeah. me yeah. as well. That's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> <The> Mission ends <laughs> like this. Looks interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Actually, like... no, the funniest thing though that you have we have to say this like the funniest thing about. Um, Mass effect sort of like incidental voice work is they've seen us. Yeah, that is
1: hilarious. You. Which is about to start the cut, yeah, the end of the cutscene.
2: Like... You'll have conversations <laughs> with the bad guy, won't you? And then so they'll, they'll get pissed off of you and you'll oh, yeah, start yeah, the yeah. confrontation in cutscene form and then it will just cut to you and, and you'll go, They've seen us.
3: <laughs> uh, it's I also forgot really to
2: mention the
1: weird bugs I was having on PC, where a lot of floating in mid-air problems. It's like if you run up against the edge of a cliff, you'd suddenly clip outside the hit zones. So you'd be running around in mid-air outside, but then you could get back onto the cliff for some reason.
0: Yeah, I managed to get stuck at least once. And I also like...
1: had another problem with certain edges of bits of cover, where if you'd push up against them, you'd suddenly levitate like six feet in the air for no reason and get stuck in mid-air, and then someone would shoot you. I was like, oh, goddammit, again?!
0: <laughs> I do don't I don't not too much. I, more happy on
1: the PC than the Xbox. But
0: it... You know Jacob's like loyalty mission where the, there's that crash ship and then you go around the corner and there's a village. Yeah. Uh, well, on that kind of uh, next to the cliff as you're walking towards the village from the crash ship, I got kind of stuck on the scenery there. I don't know if you know what I mean, but uh, it's probably perfectly fine. If you just walk down the path, but I don't know. I must have brushed up against the edge of the cliff and got sort of stuck. And I was there for, for a while. Cause so I did actually manage to work my way free because normally it's like, oh, you have to reset or whatever. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think like, I, for some reason I was really annoyed because I'd done something and I didn't want to have to reload it because I wanted to save the fact that I picked up this weapon or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it's and, really uh,
1: annoying when, when, you, when it's something glitched, when you're like, oh, now I have to do all the stuff that I did up to this point again. Yeah. Really Remember the save so so th- more th- frequently.
2: There are a couple of glitches in the game that are really pissing me off at this point, actually. They're the The most annoying one is its inability to realise which is the game you've curr- which is the last save you used. So at the moment, when I um, um, press resume from the main menu, it takes me to a save which admittedly I still have, but it takes me. It, it's about fifteen hours ago. It's oh. surely <laughs> it realises that if I want to resume, you resume the one you were last playing. Oh,
3: that's oh. Of, that's, I, I that's, did, that's, that's pretty crap. Option.
2: And that used to do that a bit for the, um, what do you call it, when, you're in, uh, when you die and you push Resume. I might have spoken about this before, actually. When you die, you press the Resume button, and it would load the wrong save.
0: Oh, no. That's really bad. That's bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't so like
1: how there was, how it was like it had autosave and Quick Save in, if you went to the load menu. It does on that PC. It's no, no yeah. Quick
0: Save on console, of course. That was confusing,
1: because yeah. it's like autosave and Quick Save are not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that makes that makes sense. That's fine. I can live with that. The um, the other one I found, as you were talking about, sort of weird movements and stuff, was like if if sometimes if I tell a squad member to use a power, Shepard gets the compelling urge to walk to the left, which <laughs> <laughs> sometimes well, often means I just walk the... out of cover and just keep going, <laughs> and it's like no, don't fucking do that.
0: I actually have this thing in GTA 4 and in Red Dead, the same engine, obviously, where a cutscene ends and your character is sort of walking forward very slowly and it's quite hard to get them to stop without turning around. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever come across this, but you sort of, you're sort of moving and you haven't pushed the stick. And oh, right. I don't know. Right. It's quite weird. Yeah, it only happens in those games, but it's very, it's very strange. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. If anyone else has come across that, but weird little things like that can be. I irritating. suspect
1: that uh, quite a lot of the problems with where I was having the weird floating mid-air glitches in the PC version was probably because of it being the more digital, like WASD movement, you're not, like gradually pushing the stick in one direction. You're just like maxing it out. That's I think true, that was probably what was making it a bit crazy. Hmm. But the flitting of an egg glitch, it really is funny. Because it's not like an instant thing, you literally do levitate upwards, you just like... <laughs> <whoop>. <laughs> like, that, <laughs> like, that levi-
0: like that levitating goat thing, you have seen, yeah.
1: uh, I showed you that on YouTube. <laughs>
3: so mm,
0: awesome no, source of it. Awesome. Dude.
1: awesome. Yeah, anyway, Dan. Anyway, that covered the other random thoughts I had about that. I was about to say, down, yeah, we we run out of time again. Back. Yeah, okay. We
2: about Civ.
0: Yeah, so I played. I had nothing but my laptop really, so I thought, well, I'll install Civ IV and have a go on that. And uh, since what did you uh, you, think of that? we were talking about it, I quite enjoyed it. I like. I had no idea what it was doing. I played it before in the distant past, but I, I, I was never any good at it. And this time, I thought, right, I'm going to bloody learn how to play. <laughs> and it took me a few goes to, like, work out what the hell was going on and stuff. And I also found that, you know, we were talking about the different speeds and the epic and marathon at the end yeah. or whatever, you know. But I, I was like, well, well I'm going to leave bloody marathon. I stuck it on normal. And I find it really weird on normal. I know it's supposed to be normal, but I find that, you know, you go from Middle Ages to, to modern in the time it takes to actually move your units across the, across the map to actually fight well, someone.
1: It's freaking ridiculous. It, where it's like- I had to-
3: I had to
0: play the BC it on ages marathon. Don't
1: ever last long enough to get no. any combat done in the ancient ages. No,
0: there's just so you, I know only games, every games are really in, long. Like, modern, yeah, or, so or yeah. the
1: gunpowder age. It's like as soon as you get gunpowder, that's where you actually start thinking about fighting people, which yeah. is really kind of dumb in a sort of historical sense.
0: But I'd read that what you need to do is um, it's very important, supposedly, uh, to, to, to get because it always spawns your capital, you know, your settler where you roughly where you build your capital in a good yeah. place. That it's very important if you want to win. Not very, but it, it's, it's good to, to uh, um, overtake, you know and destroy your neighbor as soon as possible, because then you effectively have two capital city spots, and that really helps in the early game. So I'd read that it was like, for God's sake, rush, and rush your neighbor, because then you'll be set up for the rest of the game, effectively. And it took me quite a few tries to do that, because I thought, first time I tried it, I was like, okay, well, as soon as you develop catapults, that's the time to attack, I was assumed. Because, you know, in Civ 2, catapults were incredibly powerful, or whatever. But I think they've clearly been nerfed, because it took me a while... And I was having trouble with catapults and I realized that you need to do it even earlier and that the key is for me anyway, axemen. Axemen were good for attacking cities and you get <laughs> well, them the, very early. There's tr- something uh, very
2: cool about an Axeman, isn't there? Let's yeah. See, just...
0: just in general. Yeah, so just the, the, the image of an Axeman.
2: The trouble with the
1: early unit balance is like it's like here is an Axeman, it's the generic sort of unit yeah. and it's like here is a pikeman he's for defending against horses and then like Yeah. But it's like, and then, like, after Axemen, once you get the Iron, you get yeah. the Swordmen, and it's like, these guys are good at attacking civis. They have a bonus, except really it's like, Ugh. But then also the trouble with that is, it's the only unit that you have to attack yeah. civis So it's like, I'll just build a giant pile of swordsmen then, except they're not really that effective.
0: <laughs> well, the Axemen I found were good because you could, uh, um, you know, uh, you could... Um... Once it leveled them up, because if you had barracks, then you got an upgrade, and one of them was city raider, which is plus 20% yeah. city attack, and at that point, none of the cities, you don't have to worry about catapults, because none of the cities have had a chance to develop any kind of walls, or any kind of defence. So you yeah. just rush across there as fast as you can with your with your axe men, and get them as soon as you can, and I found that much more effective. But as I say, I had to play on Bloody Marathon, because otherwise, everything felt way too fast but then of course the game took 16 hours <laughs> yeah. but it was like brilliant if
1: you're, if you're playing it on normal speed it's like by the time your accident has reached the enemy city it's hella obsolete
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i was like this is silly i mean i can't suspend my disbelief in normal mode the only way i can play it that makes any sense to me is to play it in marathon mode well, so I, did. I mean
1: i, I just never Got into early combat, really. <laughs> yeah. Apart Hearing from when co- enemies forced it upon me, where it's like, That's "Oh, it started attacking me for no reason." Yeah.
2: <laughs> Hearing what you are saying, marathon mode sounds like Sibs Two's normal.
0: Probably. No, I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know. I finished in sixty nine hours, but I, I, uh, I was playing on not because uh, I was playing on a low difficulty setting. Uh, because I, I was new that was the other, I, that's the other Well I basically could have won anyway By the end of it it was only about 1910 And I basically conquered I had the ability to conquer everyone Or build a spaceship Or or, or get domination if I wanted <laughs> I just had to pick whether I wanted to launch so the you spaceship you didn't get a really not.
1: early win by like Culture or whatever
0: No I, I wanted to play <laughs> till the end anyway But um, yeah. but basically it's like,
1: That's why I turned off culture and diplomacy victory Because it's like that's too easy And it happened oh. too early in the game
0: Right. I, I'd probably ter- I, if I'd known, I would probably turn them off anyway, actually, because it's more fun to get, you know, spaceship or, or even conquest. Yeah. Because you can't get conquest, can you, without, without triggering um, domination first, can you?
1: Well, because, depending on if you destroy enemy cities, I guess.
0: That's true. If you, Instead if of you taking over the land. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because what I ended up doing was, but, uh, by the point I started developing and I got that other civilizations so i had two civilizations worth of space on the continent which was a relief but um then i just fast-tracked the development of tanks and i had tanks by the middle ages
2: <laughs> and i built a, a, a huge huge
0: you know number of them and put them all on one tile and i just steamrolled everyone on the continent you know it was it was a joke by that point because it was literally catapults versus shermans and then and then, and they then were
2: catapults chucking axe men though
0: yeah that would have been more effective but the, but the tanks can attack; they're like the uh, cavalry, so they can attack like twice per turn. But they're also really you know strong. So I you don't know; it was, it was pretty silly. The only trouble I had was initially the artillery moved very slowly compared to the tanks, which is, of course, the initial problem. But once you upgrade to the mobile artillery, they move at the same speed, so you can just steamroll where everyone. It's really funny; it's the blitzkrieging away. So, and I, 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 get what you're saying about the spy stuff. That's because re- it took me a while to get that, but it was a lot of fun because otherwise, there's not much to do during peacetime in some ways. <laughs> no. Yeah, with your let you
1: actually see all the enemy cities because it's like if you haven't, because you can't scout unless you have open borders or whatever. Yeah
0: everyone's always asking for
1: open borders yeah, everyone is constantly like, open borders borders. it's
0: like no fall off <laughs> what do they want do they want to spread bloody religion or something in my cities I mean t- I've never off. seen
1: a computer player actually use a use a religion um, what's he called it missionary missionary yeah. actually in one of my cities hmm. This was sort of like weird i don't know why they want it they just want to the the main reason why i don't let them have open ball is, is to stop them like colonizing space that's like on the edge of my continent yeah. where it's, like my my influence will eventually expand to cover that but probably yeah. the computer players would run in there and set up a tiny city in a shitty space yeah. it's, it's like, really oh. annoying
0: and then you have to go to the water to them to yeah, War with them just, just to remember. get that tiny spot and it's like, oh, I know, I messed up. I, I'll tell you how I messed up one of my games. And I, I looked this up afterwards, and it's beyond, its a Beyond the Sword edition. But what happened was I accidentally accepted an offer to become for another civilization that I wanted to ultimately take over to become my vassal state. Oh yeah, right, which is really annoying because once you've agreed to, for them to become your like protectorate, protectorate or whatever, it's it almost impossible. <laughs> no, no, it's almost impossible to cancel that agreement. Almost impossible. The only way you can get them, I looked it up, and the only way you can get them is to demand payments from them that they will then refuse. But because you're so powerful compared to them, they always just roll over. So you can demand all their resources, and they'll just give it to you. And uh, then, you, then you can't go to war with them. There's no way. So it really annoyed me. And I, I, at the time, it was just one of those pop-ups. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I accept. That's fine. I'll declare war on you later. For the time being, I'll be nice to you. And And it totally screwed the game up because I couldn't then attack them at all. So uh, yeah. Yeah, I never so,
1: accept that. Just in case everyone else decides to declare war on them, and then draws me in. And into then war. you'll have
0: to. <laughs> but that's another reason. So if you, that's a, an additional and probably more important reason to never have anyone as your vassal state unless you're absolutely sure that it'll benefit you, and you're never going to take them over. You no, know, because that's a real... like
1: if it was if they were like
2: an island civilization or something. Yeah, like be no right. one's ever going to go there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true.
2: Sorry, I'm I'm struggling. Go ahead. You saying battle state?
0: Vassal. It starts with a V. (laughs) Battle state. It's like Vichy Vichy France was a vassal state of Nazi Germany, for example, or or, Uh, it's almost like the Eastern Bloc were uh, a vassal state of Soviet Russia. You know, like Ukraine and East Germany.
2: Because I was just imagining I mean? that a battle state is actually just someone posed in an angry fashion. <laughs> yeah. I'm in my battle state. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now in my
0: relaxed <laughs> state.
2: Ah. I'll get all of Croatia to be my battle state, so they just threaten <laughs> people all the time. It's like, don't fly over there; you'll get blasted by angry waves. <laughs> <laughs> there's,
0: there's probably some things I I probably was thinking that I ought to ask you though about civil that puzzled me about, like for example. One thing was you know you have like a, I couldn't get the queues to work very well for building in a city, so you go into the city screen, yeah, yeah, and the queue of building stuff is at the bottom, but when I click something instead of adding to the queue, it replaces what's in the queue, and then yeah I don't know, and then you click something else, and then
1: that is added to the queue well, and i didn't it's it's sort of conditional because it's like if you go into the if you've if you've already spent resources on the thing that the city was building, and then right. you click on something else in the queue, it adds that to the top of the queue, but it keeps the resources you've already spent on the other thing, that's and right. then it puts it into the second slot in the queue.
0: But how do you get? How do you say this is one to build? I want to build it after I finish this. How do you do that?
1: Uh, I can't remember which one it is, but either Shift or Control when you click on things oh. adds it to the top and bottom of the list. That's
0: what I needed to know. You see, because that's not made clear at all. And also, that queue, that that that. Screen is actually, despite the fact that's supposed to be the detailed screen, the the city screen, right? Yeah, that actually gives you almost less information because the icons are so tiny for the things you want to build than the pop up that says, you know, what do you want to build next? Because that gives you the names and you hover over them and it tells you, you know, yeah, all I, the I nor- information.
1: It. It's like I normally do it through, through that through the pop up. Yeah. me too. It's like unless I know the next three things that I want to build or whatever. Yeah, me then too. You but to the that... city and cute them. <laughs>
0: But I think that's almost detracts from the game in a way because I think that, that pop-up can be kind of feel like it's controlling your life, you know, in the game. Because <laughs> yeah. once it comes up... accept
1: whatever it says. Like, yeah, yes, it says yes, this is recommended.
0: Yes. <laughs> and then, and then you, you're not really playing the game. It's almost playing itself in that respect. And it's like, because that, that pop-up, you can't... My main problem with it is it should show you the city's happiness and health on that pop-up. Yeah. which it doesn't so a lot of times i'm saying show me the city just to check the happiness and health which could easily yeah, be on the sure pop you're up. Going
1: to overload it in one direction do you're... i
0: want an aqu- aqueduct do i want a theater to make sure you know but it, you don't get that information initially you know so uh yeah that's a, a suggestion but um yeah it's kind of annoying that queue thing i think they could amalgamate that in some way that would make it less like Every turn you end, you're just going through your city saying, What am I going to build? Oh, bloody. You know, before you get to your fighting,
2: it's like, Oh, library, oh, aqueduct, oh, barracks. <laughs> you know, because I, I
0: was constantly like, I was. You might I, want
2: a, to change how you say that. That sounded like someone pining over an aqueduct. Oh, cool. aqueduct. <laughs> yeah. Oh, aqueducts. Yeah.
0: They are pretty good, though. They give you hell. But <laughs> <yeah>. I digress. <laughs> But I was constantly wanting... It was always saying, recommended, build an archer. And I'm like, no, I want a bank. I want a bank in every city so I can make more money than you could possibly well, imagine. At, at
1: least it does have like the, the military option and then the non-military option. So That's like, true. No archer, no. But I found <laughs> most I of the city
0: the improvements that I wanted to build were actually at the end of the list. You had to scroll through the military units before you could get to the... Yeah, military units
1: are always at the top yeah. at the
0: top yeah so i found that slightly irritating i was every every turn i was scrolling down that list every single time going has you, this one got a yet?" you just have to or? sort
1: of get into the habit of just queuing up every single building you possibly can on one turn and then just, then you're good for like yeah but, but now but then, I... of course it's like you're even less playing the game <laughs>
0: But now I at least know that the, the 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 buttons to enable me to queue because I couldn't get the queue uh, to work. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a real pain. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, the tanks just completely destroyed everyone. Like I went over to the other continent, and by that point, but I how just far att-
1: how far tech ahead were you? That's the real question.
0: Way I was way ahead. I don't know <laughs> why, but they had a lot of units, but they didn't have very much research, which I think is the AI way, even on the high difficulty. I imagine,
1: but uh, yeah, they were just bought... ridiculous amount of units.
0: Units. So it it was just like pounding them with the tanks you know it's really easy because none of them ever got destroyed so um even if you don't have that many you know you just keep pounding them and because they get attacked twice per turn it's
1: like bang bang
0: bang yeah, it's because tanks um, have
1: like the, the retreat and everything don't they because they're, yeah. they're a fast unit so they can disengage
0: yeah they're like cavalry effectively but uh yeah and when i when i went across the sea to engage everyone else um i just i just i had so much money from all these banks that i just upgraded them all to the modern tanks and then <laughs> it was really simple i don't know i'm gonna have to try my yeah, problem turn is up that, the like, difficulty, apparently. yeah i could turn up the difficulty but then i'll just get killed in the first hour that's what's going to happen
1: i'm well, not going to be know. able to
0: hmm, that's my it main can, problem
1: it can go fairly well in the, at the start of the game depending on but the, tr- the trouble i have with it is it's always a case of like because i'm always trying to like not let it's like I want to claim this bit of compliment I, I mean, I discussed this last time we were talking about Simple, yeah. Like the start of the game is the critical time where you're like, I don't want to let any retarded computer players set up random cities in the back of my continent for some reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the most, yeah, you have to try and prevent that. It's quite difficult in the early game, I don't know. That's, it definitely causes me the most anxiety because after, after a point on the lower difficulty settings like I was playing, your, your victory is almost inevitable, isn't it? After yeah. almost halfway through the game, it's, you, you will win. It's inevitable in a way. And it's still fun to play, but I don't know. They need to... I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, I've only played a little bit of this game, to be honest, but um, it seems to me that it's, there's a lot of anxiety at first where you could lose, and then there's a, there's a tipping point.
1: Yeah, and then a sort of a long period of boredom in the middle. (laughs) Well, that's where the espionage comes
0: in, and is actually quite fun because you can conduct a cold war, which is which is a laugh to be to be honest with the spies and the. I
1: I don't think I ever used. I mean, I used it a bit, but I don't think I ever used it a lot. It was just like it was like put a spy in the next city that I'm going to attack to just prevent them from building any more units.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mainly use the
1: sabotage their shit every turn.
0: I mainly use the The ability I mainly use, to be honest, was perform counter-espionage to stop them from spying on me. It's really irritating.
1: I never did that, because I never... It's like, I never... You, it, it's hard to tell whether you'd actually notice that they're doing anything. It's like... Well, it does, but... Occasionally you get things where it pops up where it's like, we've discovered a spy! And it's like, uh, yes, and? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it says, it says we've discovered a spy, but if you do the perform counter-espionage, then it says, we've discovered a spy, and it also has a message saying, we've discovered more spies than we would normally, because we've performed counter-espionage, so it gives you some feedback.
1: But it it doesn't tell you what those spies were doing, or what they were intending to do, or if they were trying to perform a mission when they were discovered.
0: That's true. Because sometimes you perform a mission, and your spy gets immediately discovered, so they don't get back to base, but you still get the mission successful. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like half a win, isn't it? Because the full win is to perform the mission, and then your spy teleports to your you know, capital city, it was for me. I don't know if it's the nearest city, probably. No, no. But, uh, and then the you can use the spy win. again. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. That
2: could be a film.
0: The full win.
2: Yeah.
3: So, yeah, but... The, I'm trying
0: to and, think and, what and, it was
2: recently that advertised itself as having lots of win. It's my computer. My computer on, on, the, on the front of my on the front of my
1: computer where it's got like the oh, yeah. front USB ports and like the headphone front headphone jacks,
2: <laughs> it's just labelled in win <laughs> it's like my computer <laughs> is finished in win awesome <laughs> well that wasn't the one I was thinking of but yeah no it was like a like a game ad or something and it was uh, uh, which I shouldn't be surprising but you know it, was, it had some epic text dropping on and it was just labelled itself as, as having loads of win
1: <laughs>
2: oh right okay
0: so, I still think that Civilization combat could it has potential to be, have more in common with Advanced Wars and to be more tactical, because it is a bit silly, you know.
2: How There's not you much... Are they going to make another Advanced Wars anytime soon? <laughs> I don't think there was any news of that, was there? Speaking no. of which,
0: I played a little Advanced Wars Dark Conflict on the DS when I was bored, <laughs> since Good. I'm borrowing it off actually, yeah. And uh, yeah, good game. I'm not very good at it. I have to keep restarting everything because I make little mistakes. I don't know why I'm doing wrong because sometimes I hold down the B over the enemy units to see their attack range, and I move my units carefully out of attack range, and then the next turn they just they manage to get them. They like, drive up to them. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like sometimes their attack range seems to move slightly between turns or something. Or I'm not it's looking. always
1: to do. You have to. The trouble with that is you have to take into account like what squares are blocked by your other units.
0: That's right that's exactly it yeah so you yeah, that's where i'm going wrong mm. so i have to work on that because there's nothing you can do about that or the game it's not not the fault of the game it's just yeah they couldn't and of
1: course you have to look out for those evil battleships which can move shoot.
0: yeah i haven't come across i've only just restarted it and i was just getting pwned by that anti-tank thing i don't know what to use against that in the early game what do you use infantry or something because um, so it like pones everything, and it has a counterattack as well.
1: Even I think I can't remember how I how you usually get past it. It's even like I think yeah, in, infantry to, is good for like softening it up because obviously it's cheap. But I think a lot. I think like recons do quite a lot of damage. Really, machine guns. I mean, they get they get a, they get like a lot of counterattack damage as well. But yeah, there's not really much you can do about it. Whatever you do, don't use choppers. <laughs> No, because for some reason, anti tanks can shoot jobbers really, really? badly.
0: Those <laughs> anti tank things are. Hard. I guess it makes sense in terms of the World War II Flak 88 German was actually an anti air weapon, but it was used mostly in the anti tank role. I was
2: say, of, is there actually anti air? The anti
1: airs in, anti-air. in advanced wars could always shoot ground units. <laughs> that's true. They were the best thing for
2: mowing down infantry. Standard in Vulcan cannon.
0: What they should be in Advanced Wars is uh, <laughs> flag troopers from Red Note 2. At least I have chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: awesome source.
2: Yeah,
0: so <laughs> that's basically all I've all I've played so far in Advance. I played a little bit of Guess What Deus Ex because I had my PC <laughs> and I loaded up the because that game is long and I loaded up the save I had from last summer when all I had was my laptop and I was at the um, you know the Vandenberg gas station after the Vandenberg Air Base. You have to go and save. That Gary Savage's daughter who's oh, like right, yeah. in a petrol station. In
1: a random petrol station in the middle of nowhere. In the
0: middle of nowhere. Where randomly Gary the Savage. girl. Now, there's the... A cherv. It's a good <laughs> name, is it? He's like the top scientist. He's like super clever. And he's like, Gary Savage. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Because I'd actually heard um they were talking on the PC Gamer, or was it? No, probably the Rock Paper Shotgun podcast about Deus Ex and specifically about that level and saying how it was so cool and stealthy. And I went in and it's like I mean, it's a it's a great game, but but you can't stealth that level. I know you're supposed to, you have to sneak up, but you have to kill everyone, otherwise they just run in and kill the girl. And also, the problem is you can get in the roof, right? But when you drop and you hit the floor, it goes clunk, and then everyone goes, "What's that? Some guy in a coat does <laughs> something." You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> because they have the auditory sense to sort of make out that's the sound of some guy in yeah. a cloak, obviously.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they get they get alerted, and like you can drop down into the room where the guy 's daughter is and talk to her, but the sound of you hitting the floor alerts them so and also it automatically goes into conversation. so what happens is you drop into the room i couldn 't make it do any other way. You start talking to her and they run in and kill you, <laughs> or they wait now what's they wait like it 's a man in, it's a man in black with a plasma gun, and he runs around outside waiting for you to finish your conversation, and then the moment it starts you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, that game is amazing, but it's so shit in in so many ways. And then I went, and the next level is the ocean lab, right? I don't know if you remember, but um, you go down, yeah, under the ocean, and uh, and and then you have to fight. Like, we well, don't actually have to. I think the first time I played the game, I just managed to run away and meet him later. But you have to fight that Walton Simons guy, right? Yeah, and he has a plasma gun, right? And the combat in Deus Ex against someone who's actually like a boss, like Gunther Herman or Anna Navarra or this guy, Walton Simons, is appalling. Especially this fight, because the plasma gun whites out your screen so you can't see shit. It's impossible! And,
2: and, uh, can you because... see that weird square differing effect? <laughs> That's probably so... all you can see, yeah. <laughs>
0: and, and you have a conversation with him, and, and of course you have a witty one-liner, and then, then the bars go down and you go back to first person, and immediately your screen is just full of white. And you just can't see anything <laughs> And it's so hard to actually defeat him normally. But then, if you jip the game, which is the only way to play Deus Ex, really, not jipping, not but just in a being clever way, which is the fun of Deus Ex, really. It's so easy because all you do is you come out a door and he appears from your right, right? And he talks to you and then he kills you, right? So what you do is you open the door, you, 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 you pop out just enough to, the, to activate the conversation. And then when it ends, you, you run backwards so that the door closes, right? And then you actually have time to set up lambs on either side of the wall. <laughs> and then when he manages to open the door, he just explodes. <laughs> that was the
1: classic, that's like the classic, like, in the, in the apart- right at the start of the game, in the apartment the air- in New York, where yeah, they're, yeah. they're coming to kill Paul and the many yeah. go outside the door. And it's like, I'm just going to line the walls with lambs. lambs.
0: <laughs> and that's even the way I did, like, even earlier in the game. I actually killed Anna Navarra in the... In the uh, 747, where you meet Lebedev or whatever. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to kill him, and like we did the sensible thing of like zapping him with a prod. Again, so we, so did but it still, so says, it did, he's but it still <laughs> says he's dead. So that's done. But um, but what I do is I put a lamb on the wall, and you can actually kill Anna Navara in the room without killing Lebedev, if you're yeah. extremely lucky.
3: Yeah, that's
0: the the first opportunity to get you get to kill her, because you can see her. I think. There's a way, I've never done this, but you, you've done it, right, Zach? Where if you do enough hacking in your you can find out her kill phrase, can't you?
1: I think I found like half of it and then I couldn't find where the other half was.
0: Right. Because I've always or, used or, the kill or, 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 phrase or, or, on Gunther. I, you know, know. I think I machine. maybe
1: did find both parts of it, but then I couldn't work out what I had to do to make it trigger. Like It right. didn't seem to turn up in any of the conversation options or anything.
0: Hmm. It's always a bit janky like that, isn't it? But yeah. I mean, I've always used that uh, to kill Gunther, because Gunther has like a flamethrower. If you try and fight him, it's almost as hard as the Walton Simons fight. And there's no way you can like jip him into walking into a corridor full of lambs because you're in that cathedral, chapel place, aren't you? Uh, you haven't played enough there, so I've played it too many times. But anyway, <laughs> and, now I've, and now I thought, oh, OK, but I've done the Ocean Lab and now I'm at Area 51, so it's the end of the game. So I might just play it through and finish it at some point uh, next week or so. <laughs> we can talk about a 10 year old game some more but enough afters talk because i go on our app. it's older enough. than that though isn't it it's it's 10 years relative recently because the rock paper shotgun guys did a whole bunch of features on it cuz they're like obsessed yeah really. and there's some seems really older. funny like youtube videos <laughs> it that's it seems older because even at the seems time like it seems like a 98 kind of game yeah did it run on i was trying to work out what which version of the unreal engine it ran on i think it must be the original the unreal
2: it, it still, sure I, looks like it, yeah. Oh, it would have been the first UT engine. Yeah, the original Unreal was. Tournament,
0: yeah. So it would have been after, obviously, Unreal, but it was Unreal Tournament, yeah, engine. Which was. You I could know, tell. <laughs> you could tell, yeah. And because of yeah, its falling so, so
2: environments. so have been U Engine 1 still. Yeah.
0: And because of its yeah, huge environments and, uh, and uh, grey sort of general aesthetic it didn't look as pretty as UT did it I mean but there you go
2: no um, and that weird square diver effect which I can yeah. never forget it's like the more I think about it the more it burns onto my eyes
0: it's very strange but top game love that game but uh as I say very flawed so many flaws which hopefully uh, I'm uh, really uh, excited uh, about the sequel uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh and of course the ocean lab is full of greasels. we all love greasels, don't we <laughs> yeah the, the
1: they, green... like, basically have plasma guns in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, effectively. But they burn you, don't they, afterwards? But yeah. I think the plasma does the same, I think, yeah. But it's, like, really irritating. It's like even And they make it...
1: such an annoying noise. It's yeah. like, oh, fuck greasels again. <laughs>
0: it's really creepy and weird. Like, the the Karkians are actually more hardcore than the greasels. But um, yeah. but the greasels are just scarier. And, like, in Area 51 there are greys as well. But that's only, you know, actual proper aliens yeah but, um, you see
1: a couple of them in that life building don't you yeah Down in you the do. back of the labs
0: yeah they're quite freaky yeah
1: just run in there and kill them <laughs>
0: like, they're not really aliens are they they're like genetically engineered from monkeys to look like aliens in order to freak people out or something aren't they i don't know Having some, <laughs> some nonsense i don't know such a
2: genius idea kid? yeah i
0: know <laughs> it's kind of funny but um yeah, so I'll I'll tell you about whether or not they're genetically engineered from monkeys in day Ex when I play the Area Fifty One level where the guy who talks about them is, and then I'll <laughs> let you know yeah,
2: Get that me. monkey. Get that
3: mo-
0: They're very scary monkeys, they're like, they live in radioactive areas, don't they? Yeah, that's right, they are in the of Life, and if you go in that room, which is all radioactive, there's no point, because there's no good loot in there, is there? No. It's just There's just death in there, just don't go in. It's there. just like,
1: hey, there's a hazmat suit,
0: like, well, I might as well use this. <laughs> And then there are, not only is there hazardous materials, but also really nasty enemies. They're
1: not that bad. That room has lots of pillars as well, which is a way total.
0: <laughs> That's true. It's a bit like that, that old uh, GoldenEye multiplayer level, what's it? <laughs> yeah. Archives. Is it Archives? Where you run yeah. around the pillars trying to chop each other with the... It is. <laughs> <weapons. laughs> karate chop on License to Kill mode. <laughs> Running into I hope they the don't
2: destroy that, because I watched some of the footage of GoldenEye from E3. The and um, yeah. I hope they don't um, sort of ruin the ability to do like retarded like knife <laughs> fights and that was so funny. The thing is, I'm, like watching the E3 stuff. Is the game still looks shit? Yeah, <laughs> they haven't really. I know they've made some effort to sort of make it better, and they've Daniel Craig'd it up, but it's... for no reason, <laughs> it still looks looks really awful. And maybe that's half the charm that. But... Maybe no, as long as we right. can have like crazy mind fights, like timed minds war is funny because <laughs> they they were fucking useless because On they had such a long timer. Yeah, time divides on temples, because they, they were bloody useless, because they had such a long timer, yeah. so you basically just chucked them everywhere and hoped someone walked into the explosion. But the but explosions
0: then... weren't really explosions, because they kind of were like fire, <laughs> they were, fire. They were persistent. It
1: was like... yeah, but the actual <laughs>
0: explosion suns. lasted time, didn't it? Yeah. didn't it? Yeah. So you could walk into it and out of it while it was going off. Not like a real explosion. die. Yeah, yeah. like towards so the funny. end of it.
1: It was it? was GoldenEye as well, wasn't it? Where you had like throwing knives that was so incredibly ineffective. Yeah, and it's just like you give everyone throwing knives. And it was like, and you just couldn't hit anyone. And even if you did hit them, they did virtually no damage. Why
2: throwing knives? Where you couldn't see the knives because they like are stuck in walls and things, and you could like pick them up. Except for the fact you couldn't fucking see them where they, yeah, were, they were where so they landed and stuff.
0: And the resolution was so bad, especially in multiplayer, because yeah. you were on PAL resolution divided by four.
3: <laughs> oh, that was dear. funny why are share? throwing
0: knives always lame in games like, like in Deus Ex you get yeah. a throwing knife don't you off that, off that dead um, trooper in the, yeah. in, the, in the hospital wing of the Unatco HQ and it's like ooh throwing knives and then they're really lame even in Red Dead Redemption has towards the end a lame throwing knife mechanic <laughs> where it's like the only way to silently kill someone but you only need to silently kill someone about twice in the whole game <laughs> I don't know. Like, throwing knives, not good. Well, I'm actually trying to
2: think of a decent throwing knife. but I suppose the one we... in, in in Modern Warfare 2 springs to mind. because <laughs> yeah, we did an watch Insta that video, kill, didn't but... we? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I showed you that. The so Mythbusters myth myth for Call of Duty. Yeah, where it's like you can ricochet the throwing it's... knives off all kinds
2: of shit. <laughs> oh, cool. i <laughs> to see that.
1: That, that That's that guy's, because they spin so crazily. Like, that yeah. guy's called
0: Adam Savage, isn't he? So he must be related to Gary Savage of <laughs> sex fame. <laughs> M- mad scientist type guy. And no, he's, he's
2: also presented. not really like chevy as his name. Sorry? Adam Savage. He's also not quite as chevy as his name. That's true. <laughs> he's a the bit real American shame. to be a chev. Yeah.
3: It's
2: like. You know, certain, certain names you expect to be of a certain type. For instance, I wouldn't expect a Shaniqua to be the head of the financial division. You know? My name's
0: Shaniqua and what?
3: And what? <laughs> yeah, classic.
0: <laughs> I don't think I've ever met anyone named Shaniqua. I've known some, uh, you know, that kind of name. What do you call that? It's not necessarily... Ch- I guess it is chabby, like Crystal and all that. Um, it's... Imi- do you think Imogen? It's no.
2: It's weird, isn't it? I, I, at the risk of sounding racist yet again, it's kind of like a that's black a urban sign. influence, isn't it, on, yeah. on, on, on British naming, except we seem to get it really wrong.
0: Yeah, that's not, I don't think that's racist, so good on you. <laughs> I think that's right. fine to say, as black American culture or whatever influence, hip-hop sort of influence on... Um, and as you say, we, we we it's like it's only it's only good in Britain when when it's kind of a joke, like Goldie looking chain or something. Where it, it's yeah, just like, <laughs> it, it's just funny. Yeah, with uh, yeah, and sort of rapping in very uh cut glass uh, RP, uh, you know, pronunciation. It's quite funny there, when you so. when
2: you when you when you think back at some of the some of what we've had to offer. Really, it's like you know, let's think of some some hip hop names. You've got uh, you know like Dr Dre. That's a fairly cool name. Yeah, And uh, what do we have as a representative of Britain? Dizzy.
0: Dizzy Rascal. I don't know, it's not so bad.
2: Yeah, but Uh, it's just such a British name, isn't it? Dizzy Rascal. And um, it doesn't really sound particularly uh, dangerous. No, that's true. Or gangster. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's He's not really a gangster. He's sort of gangster. Some of his stuff is gangster rap, isn't it? I'm not really qualified to talk about this, really. <laughs>
2: then, again, then again, Exhibit, that's not that cool a name, really, is it? It's, no, it's a like, lot of them I'm a museum. A museum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, but he's a museum. an extreme <laughs> museum. Yeah.
2: He's with an X. <laughs>
0: Bouncing. <And all> <laughs> yo dog, I heard you like yo-yos. <laughs> and, and yo and yo dog like yo-yos. So Sorry, we've got, got yo-yo, yo-yo, a yo-yo with yo dog on it. So, yo and yo dog, yo, yo, yo dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Something yeah. like
3: that.
0: Something along those lines. Yo dog, chairs, you mate. Like functions? Hmm. Yeah. Champs. <laughs> there aren't many champs in games, are there? <laughs> um, There's a lot of gangster rappers in games.
2: Well, not a lot, but
0: 50 Cent Blood on the Sand has got
2: quite a few. <laughs> well, yeah, that has quite a few because, you know, it's pretty much got the monopoly on gangster rappers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Apart can from you imagine. Jam,
1: can you think yeah. of some more gangster rappers or chairs in games?
2: Go. I don't know, the guy in Assassin's Creed, you know, the, the guy, Derek, or whoever you are oh. in the normal world, yeah, he, yeah. he kind of looks a bit chevy.
0: Mm, yeah, but it's a bit American. That's the trouble. You can't really be an American child, can you?
2: Because
0: uh, you'd American be something child. else. You'd be something else. You'd be a redneck or something. I don't know. It just don't exist. It just doesn't Train work.
2: Trash. White trash, probably. Yeah,
0: you'd be traded trash. But even that is cooler than being a child, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah. You know, on the scale, where you're talking very low down on the scale of coolness.
2: Yeah. Four minutes.
1: Four minutes? Holy shit! you it already?
0: It's a four-minute warning. Hmm. Which was actually See. closer to three minutes.
2: Hmm. Okay. Goes, <laughs> I save love the it.
0: world. The uh, conversation just completely dries up as soon as we know we've got four yeah, minutes to so go. just, Well
2: we did the, we could probably sort of, you know, move on black exploitation a bit more, but Nah,
0: I think yeah <laughs> it's like we'll once again really we soon.
2: should talk always entirely about games and not anything else.
1: That's okay, I mean, though. We've had a long that, time. You know, that's what we were intending to do. I mean, oh, that's so the intention sh- of this podcast. <laughs> I
2: suppose I should have used a better analogy there when I was talking about Dr. Dre, because Dr. Dre versus Professor Green, a mm. current British rapper. Is seems it? to dub old school tracks. Professor Green,
0: that's not so bad. It's not Pro-Green. very
2: hot, though, is it? Dre, <laughs> cool the thing is, Dre. is, it gets shortened to Pro Green. Which makes him just sound like a politician.
0: <laughs> Pro <Pro-green. laughs> yeah. He wants everyone to build them wind farms. <laughs> so yeah, listeners,
2: build a wind farm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hopefully, this this there will be no more hiatuses, and we will be back uh, this time next week, uh, roughly. You know, and for the considerable future.
2: So, I, <laughs> I love how you sort of dodge that, you know, roughly, you know.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we're not always, we don't have a specific time like the bombcast uh, bomb where it has to be every Tuesday. We're a bit more flexible. Every weekend, we're going to say, <laughs> roughly. <So. laughs> I'll say roughly so, again. So, S- we smoothly, like smoothly. You should be back.
2: So, Whatever the um, fuck it happens. Whatever it comes um, together in the crazy, hectic lifestyles we have. <laughs> I use yes. we loosely. Very loosely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're excre- exactly <laughs> oh, It's pretty hectic now. He's got a new PC. That's like the most exciting thing that's happened for like
1: a while. hectic in terms of non stop gaming. Oh, also, yeah. We, we didn't actually mention the new Team Fortress maps, which maybe we should have, but maybe not. We'll get to, to play
2: them and then we'll. Uh...
0: Hopefully, I'll be able to play them and then we'll all be able to report.
2: Speaking of which, when are you about for some TF2? We'll discuss this (laughs) off-air.
1: Yeah, (laughs) That that was great. Yeah, I was wondering if we had to... Should we have stopped recording now?
0: When I get a PC, basically. And you, all listeners, you'll know about that too, because I get to play some PC games. So that'd be awesome. So, if you know any good ways of
2: advertising a podcast,
1: let us know. (laughs) Let us know from our... Whoever that's out there listening at the moment... Or Is this a anybody? Small anybody small pay,
2: have you been paying attention to the comments on the um, uh for the RE3 episode on, on, on the blog? Uh
0: no. So, Has on the there website. There was
2: what some guy from like 07 Games or something was like, huh, thanks for that post. I was interested in some of those things, but that post really cleared up. So I made the reply, I approved it on the post and then sort of made the reply, thanks, potential spammer. I'll take this as good. <laughs> and it's like and actually followed up, and they're like, "Where can I get more information?" And I'm like, "Well, you can subscribe to our RSS feed." Did the sales pitch, whatever. And then Excellent. about a few days later, I got a, another message from the same guy that was exactly the same thing on the same comment, on the same episode. So it's like, "Well, you've just given yourself away now, haven't you?" <laughs> oh so we've gained spammers at least, if not actual viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we've had we've had quite a few spam attempts. I've had to block. Oh, Which unfortunately makes our comment list still quite empty.
0: We'll get there. We'll be famous, and then we'll be able to do an email section.: Email! Email!
2: <laughs> you'll you have to come up with an interesting way of saying it.
0: <laughs> I don't think we can beat the bombcast with it yet.:
2: Anyway, it's just a word. five seconds.
0: Okay, four. <laughs>
3: Goodbye, everyone, and uh, join us next week for another Soundcast. <laughs>